If you're a smoker or dipper looking to make a change, you really only need one reason to do it. But with Zen Nicotine Pouches, you can find many. Zen is America's number one nicotine pouch. It's made with only six simple ingredients. Plus, Zen is the only nicotine pouch with a 10-day hassle-free trial. There are lots of options when it comes to nicotine satisfaction, but there's only one Zen. Find your Zen online or in a store near you at zen.com slash find. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. Maller here. Winter is coming. Heavy rain, sleet, snow, and ice. Are your tires up for the challenge? Tread confidently in winter's worst with a set of new tires from Tire Rack. They sell only the best, like the full lineup of Yokohama tires. Go to TireRack.com slash sports. Tell them what you drive. Your tires will ship fast and free to you. One of over 10,000 recommended installers. TireRack.com. The way tire buying should be. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. What's up? This your boy Lil Duval. And check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement, yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversations with Unc, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. Are you tired of endlessly searching for work, applying for jobs, and never hearing back? Job openings vanishing into thin air? What if with just one connection, you could link with dozens of companies that are hiring? What if that connection was a locally owned business ready to help without charging a fee? Express Employment Professionals is your one connection. Go to ExpressPros.com. With endless opportunities, it's time to try something new in your job search. Let Express Employment Professionals help you. Start at ExpressPros.com. Let's make a deal. We got trade action in the National Football League. We will discuss. Welcome in the beginning of the Ben Maller Show. We are in the air everywhere. The vast Fox Sports Radio Network emanating live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on your car insurance. Just visit geico.com for a free rate quote. About three weeks ago before the NFL draft, and we got a trade. Brandon Cooks on the move. The Patriots, who made the big splash last year getting Brandon Cooks from the New Orleans Saints, said, what the hell was that? That's what they said. What the hell was that? Somebody already effed up. Uh, Well, no. See, Brandon Cooks was there for one year, and they said, don't let the door hit your ass. We are saying goodbye. And I I like this for... For several reasons, it's interesting to talk about because it was something that was completely unexpected. You know, typically there's a lead up to a trade where a player's name gets tossed out and gets regurgitated over and over and over again, and then finally there's that moment of truth, that Waterloo moment where the player gets traded. There was none of that 
with Brandon Cooks. It was, he's a Patriot, he's a Patriot, he's a Patriot. Well, maybe he's only a Patriot for one more year. He gone! He's out of here! Hasta la vista! Arrivederci! Uh, to Brandon Cook. So the way the trade broke down, if you were not paying close attention, there will be a quiz on this later. Brandon Cooks is headed to L.A. The Patriots tossed a fourth-round pick. So that goes outbound from Foxborough to the Rams. In exchange, going the other way to the Patriots, they get a first-round pick, the 23rd overall pick, and a sixth-round selection that comes from the Rams. Okay, thank you. Now, something I like to do, and I've already done this uh, this report card. I filled out my report card. And this is like a mid midpoint report card. You know, it's, it's to see how you're doing uh, at this particular moment because there's draft picks involved. Right, the Rams get a fourth round pick, the Patriots get a first round and a sixth round pick, and there's a player involved. But as a professor of pigskin, something that I have been very proficient at over the years, my analysis of trades, people look to me to break down transactions. So here's how I grade the trade. For the Rams, I've got B-plus for the Rams. That's a B-plus trade. For the Patriots, I'm going D. I'm going D for the we'll Patriots. We'll see is. And uh, my, my viewpoint as we expand on this, you've got the loner, the midway, and open-ended. And we'll connect everything here like Legos. We'll line them all and connect them all. But the the first thing that popped into my head is the fact that that Brandon Cooks, when he came over from the New Orleans Saints to the Patriots, the assumption was that was a two-year rental. Well, it wasn't a two-year rental. It was a one-year audition. And the tryout did not go well for Brandon Cooks. And you look around here, and he, he put up, Productive numbers for the Patriots. Uh, was he as good as the overwhelming expectations? No. It's not video game good with the Patriots. The uh, the curse of high expectations reared its ugly head here for Brandon Cooks. If there had been realistic expectations, you would have said Cooks was pretty good. He had 65 catches. He went over 1,000 yards, had seven touchdowns, and averaged almost 17 yards per catch. That's a career high for Brandon Cooks, but the expectation was more, 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 and he didn't do that. There were several weeks early in the year where Brandon Cooks was half man, half ghost, and when you're half man, half ghost, and you're eventually going to get paid an S load of money, that is not something that is a sustainable situation, at least not for the Patriots. So now Brandon Cooks heads to Los Angeles, and this is a – a midway point, the stop with the Patriots was, was a midway point, and the Rams also could be just passing through, a vagabond-type situation here for Brandon Cooks because the Rams are on the two years and kaboom plan. Now, what is the two years and kaboom plan? The two years and kaboom plan is you bring in every big name you can possibly get, you line them up in a row, and you go for it with all the gusto and all the excitement and all the drama. For two years, and then even if it works or it doesn't work, it doesn't matter. At that particular point, the dynamite, you know what happens to dynamite after that? Yeah, there you go. It's like a weed man hippie phone call. It just, it's gone. It's out there. Where it goes, no one knows. And, and so that's where the Rams are at this point. Now, I, I gave the Patriots a D. I did some double dipping tonight. I was on the radio 
uh, in Boston, and I, I can't believe they didn't agree with my position that this was a D trade. I, I'm shocked that they were giving me some pushback on that. After all, so many people that listen to this show call me a Boston toady and a, a lapdog for Boston, but yet I, I gave this trade a D. And, and the reason I gave it a D is the open-ended nature of the transaction. I, I have been very consistent. I think if you listen to this show regularly, and we talk about the draft a good chunk of the year, from right after the Super Bowl, right through the draft, we talk about it. Uh, and I've always maintained here for many, many years my anti-draft stack, a status uh, that I, I do not have the same joy that so many other people have when it comes to the draft because I've lived it. I've seen it. I don't get aroused like other people get aroused about the draft because you're selling. It, it's it's kind of like a late night infomercial. You know, you're selling crap and you're packaging it pretty well. And every once in a while, listen, late night, I love infomercials, and I've bought stuff on there, and I've read books about how they sell products in the mass marketing area of late night television. And sometimes you get a good product. Sometimes there's stuff that you get that's actually really good and and is useful and can help you out in your everyday life. But most of the stuff is just garbage that's packaged pretty, and they make it nice and put bells and whistles on it. And But wait, there's more. You get Garbage. two for the price of one or whatever it is, and people get all excited. The NFL draft is the same thing as a late-night infomercial. People get all excited. They're, by, by definition, it's human nature to be optimistic. Right? The default position is one of optimism. Now, I have crossed over many times into pessimism, but those that are optimistic by nature will look at the glass as half full. We'll look at the NFL draft and say, oh, my God, the Patriots now have so much capital in the draft. Wow. Two first-round picks, two second-round picks. This is orgasmic. And I look at it like, wow, they got four chances to maybe get one or two decent players. And other people are like, well, no, they're going to get four players that are going to be starters for the next five years, and two of them are going to make multiple Pro Bowls. And I'm like, no, no, no. That's not how I look at it. That's not. In fact, I would trade both those picks. I would get out of the first round. I would say goodbye, see you later, and I would wheel and deal and attempt to get Odell Beckham. Do I think the Patriots are going to do that? Probably not. Should they do that? I would. If I was calling the shots, I would bring him in right now. Absolutely. And the Patriots likely will just go with Edelman, Chris Hogan, and Gronk as their top three pass catchers, and that's how they're going to roll. Now, the last thing here, the Rams get a B-plus in this particular trade. Now, why do the Rams get a a B-plus? They needed a replacement for Sammy Watkins, and Brandon Cooks is a better football player than Sammy Watkins. So they've actually upgraded, and if you want to get into the nickel and dime part of the salary cap – the contract that Sammy Watkins got and the money that Brandon Cooks is going to make this year make this a net positive for the Rams. The reason I can't go A on this trade from the Rams' perspective is I wanted Odell Beckham. And Brandon Cooks is good, but he's not Odell Beckham good. He's exciting, he's fun to watch, and I think he'll be great in the Rams' offense, Brandon Cooks, but he ain't Odell Beckham. He's never made out with a goalpost. Right? He's, I, to my knowledge, maybe he's been in bed with the, with you know, models from France with pizza and you know, looked like cocaine and... <laughs> I don't know. Maybe he has, but I haven't seen it. I've seen it with Odell Beckham. I've seen it with Beckham. I've, I've heard the wild stories about Beckham. I haven't heard those many wild stories about about Brandon Cooks. But assuming he assimilates in Los Angeles, it's it's going to be great. You, you got Jared Goff, who played better than anyone expected last year, was a top 
sixth quarterback in the NFL, Todd Gurley, who returned to prominence in the running back position, and you assume the Rams are going to have a top-five offense to go with a stacked defense, they're in really good shape. They're in really, really good shape, but it's it's not Odell Beckham good shape. And so that's why I'm reluctant to go above a B-plus uh, for the Rams. And, and as, as far as the the wet blankets that are like, well, yeah, you, you should be very worried. The Rams are all in, but they're going to have to be horrible in a couple of, You think I care? You think I'm sitting here panicked because two years from now the Rams might put a crappy football team on the field? I don't know. Who cares about that? Who spends their time worried about what's going to – two years from now? As a sports fan, that is the weakest approach you can possibly have. Oh, I'm I'm going to freak out. I'm going to I'm going to be a a bucket of tears because the team I follow might suck in a couple of years. Who, seriously, you have a mental condition if you think like that. Who does that? All right, it's the Ben Mather show on Fox. On Fox, if you would like to be part, the number is 877 99 on Fox 877-996-6369. We're also on Twitter at Ben Maller. That's at Ben Maller. You can be part of the festivities. As we talk the night away here, we'll open up the Fox phone lines. There they are. Hit that button right there. All the phone lines are open up at one time. We say hello to Edmund Dallas, Steamboat Willie, Judas Garcia. Must be a very fun offseason for you as a Rams fan to see your team Going for it. It's exciting when my two favorite teams make a trade, Eddie. I get very excited about that. The Patriots and Rams making a deal. <laughs> now, did you have anything to do with that, seeing as you are you know, such a great sports talk radio host in both of those markets? Yes, they, of course. I, they reach yeah. out to you and uh, help, help well, bridge the gap I, there. In I don't know that I can go on the record with that. I will just tell you that my advice is valued uh, in NFL circles, and my opinions do matter. So that's all I will say on that particular issue. I cannot say any more, Eddie. But I think the trade speaks for itself. And there's more coming. The, the train is going there's down the track. Oh, yeah, there's more trades. Wow. More trades. Bunch of hookers and cocaine. Uh, it is on, Eddie. What's uh, what's coming on. up next? Give us a little can, uh, preview. I cannot say, on. Eddie. But Why not? Just, uh, you keep listening. You'll hear it at some point here. It'll, right. it'll pop up. It is going to take place. It's going to happen. Well, as as the as a fan of a team, the Pittsburgh Pirates, who who never, not only do they never add anyone, they don't even keep you know the decent players they have. I, I can only uh, look at you and, and and think what that's like to have one of your favorite teams just go out and add and add and add and say, you know what, everybody, we're going for it this year. It's Redskins like, but I'm okay with it. I'm fine with. It. Remember the Redskins used to do this, or the Cowboys would do this in the past. I like. It. What's by the way, you're a Pirates fan, aren't you? Excited about Jordy Mercer. Uh, you know, he's a, he's his a X-rays were negative on his right pinky, so he's okay. Yeah, you know, yeah, they're undefeated, so you know that's nice. But it's a uh, solid pirate team. No, How I many just, pirate I starting look, pitchers at, can you name? Well, that's the thing. I look at the Houston Astros, <laughs> who have two pirate starters from recent years in their rotation, uh, and if, like we couldn't even couldn't keep those guys, huh? We couldn't offer them a lot of money because because we're paying who? Well, they Nobody. they couldn't play well because they were wearing they had the the weight of the pirate uniform on when they were playing. Is that right? Yeah, yeah. it weighs you down. It's a problem. How many pirate starting pitchers could you name right now? Go ahead. Uh, Ivan Nova done. All right, that's yeah. one. All right, go ahead. Uh, waiting, 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 mm. waiting. No, there's pirate starting pitcher. 
There's that one the, guy. The Bucko. Uh, what's his name? Oh, what's, what's his, his name? name? Yeah. What's his name? Who? Doug pitching's, Drabeck. Pitching's not that very is correct. good. Doug then. Drabeck is the number two starter. Yeah, John Smiley. Bob Walk is the number three starter. I, I like him there. in the booth, actually. He's a good You're a big fan of Bob I am, Walk. I am. He's got that dry sense of humor. Yeah. You enjoy that. Yeah. You get a kick out of that. All right. Any other Pirates starting pitchers there? Any, any uh, let's see. Let's see. Anybody else there? I think Francisco Liriano is still. No, he's not. No, there anymore, he's not there. He's in baseball know. somewhere, though, but he's not there. See with the Tigers, friends? Oh, Tim Wakefield. We still have Tim Wakefield. Yes, the yeah. knuckleball, killer knuckleball. People may ball. not remember. He was a pirate. Uh, he was before he was a Red Sox for 30 right. years. He was a Pittsburgh pirate. That is correct. Oh, boy, we, this is good pirate talk on the radio. We need more bucko talk. So what's the big story in baseball? Shohei, uh, Shohei Otani? I'm, I'm, I'm wondering on, on when run? is tonight the night that uh, Coop DeLoop will pick Otani. him in the MLB Pick'em? Dare I say that what Otani did against the Indians is more impressive than the way he pitched against the Oakland A's because that's the accurate position. Because the the Cleveland Indians are a legit team. The Oakland A's are like a minor league <laughs> franchise. Although you wouldn't know it the way the Indians played in this particular game. But a good first impression for the great Otani. I would say so. That's, I would uh, say so. That's good. And again, this is another example, Eddie. Uh, other people wanted to send her in the minor leagues and the Angels taking my advice, Tim Mead and the Angels – Listening to me, and I advised them. I said, listen, do not send this guy to the minor leagues. You give him a month. You see how he does in the major leagues. And then if he sucks, you send him to Salt Lake City. The Angels listen to me. And it's not – last I checked, I mean, what, who, the, the, Josh Tomlin started that game, right? Josh Tomlin's one of the core pitchers for the Indians. Am I, not, am I wrong on that? Like, I'm right on that. Is that, is that not accurate? I, I believe that's accurate. Yes. yes like, he, he's the guy that starts playoff games. Like, he's – you know, I, I guess he's in the back of the rotation now, but he's going to be one of the guys at the end of the year that will likely be in the mix that starts some playoff games. All right, 877-99 on Fox, 877-996-6369. You can be part of the festivities. Also on Twitter, at Ben Maller. That's at Ben Maller. You can be part of the fun there is the big NFL trade. And uh, while some people are all in, other people are all out. We'll get to that, and we'll do it next. Almost all talk shows sound the same after a while. Think of us as a sports talk oasis from the mundane. The Ben Maller Show Facebook page is our own unique meeting place with over 2 billion of our closest friends, most of whom ignore us. Please take a second to like our page. Go to Facebook.com slash Ben Maller Show. Now live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios, it's Ben Maller. Some teams all in, some all out. We'll get to that coming up in a moment. Brian writes in, he says, Maller celebrating a huge Clipper win, keeping the playoff hopes alive. He says, well, Brian, I didn't start the show with that. That's not how I began the show. It's not my style to celebrate. And uh, I, I did notice the lack of trash talk from San Antonio, and I I think it's appropriate. I think what the Clippers have done is it should be celebrated by everyone in professional basketball because no 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 no. The Clippers win over San Antonio tonight. What that does is end the annoying Spurs streak of 50 win seasons. Last time the Spurs didn't win 50 games in a season was back in the 1990s. None of us were even alive the last time the Spurs played a season and didn't end up winning 50 games. But what the Los Angeles Clippers did is end that annoying, pompous Spurs streak of 50-win seasons. You see, the math works out. There's not enough games left 
for the Spurs to get to 50 wins. Brother. That's it. It's over. You're done. See you later. And as far as the Clippers, whether they make the playoffs or not, they are playing with house money here. They're not supposed to make the playoffs. They got rid of Blake Griffin and all that. It, the pressure's on the Pelicans with Anthony Davis. Minnesota went out, and they traded for Jimmy Butler. They're supposed to be in, right? The Oklahoma City Thunder got Carmelo Anthony. The pressure's on those teams. The Clippers are playing with house money, right? They're loosey-goosey is what the Clippers are. So to answer your question, I'm not concerned about any of that. There's only a couple of games left in the NBA season. But the real pressure, if you look for tight Tukas syndrome, that's in New Orleans, that's in Minnesota, and that's in Oklahoma City. That's where that resides, in those towns, not with the Clippers. Because, again, they, they were written off. The, you know, the, the eulogies were written for them when Blake Griffin was sent packing. Uh, so they've done a, a tremendous job here. And then all the pressure's on the other teams. All right, to the phones we go. It is the Ben Maller Show on Fox. And now, man, this guy, he used to do the Maller Marathons every day, and he'd celebrate the Maller Marathons. He talked about how this was a job, even though he didn't get paid for it. It was a big deal and all that. Now he he's, doesn't even do it. He's, he's just lazy. Uh, he's given up on that. And he's a you know, typical half-assed. He lasted for a while, and he gives up. Uh, we now go to Miami and Weed Man Hippie. Is on the Ben Maller show on Fox. Boston started at seven ten. Your game in Boston started at seven ten. There was no, no, no that's it. I was I on in Boston. The Boston the, the, Red Sox schedule. I, and- all right, relax. The the Marlins Red Sox game started an hour earlier. It started at six o'clock. Uh, in Miami, not at seven o'clock. So you you read the schedule wrong. See if I gotta call you or not, Jesus! And are you still <laughs> mad at me? Yes, I'm very mad at you. One Mauer well, no, you, you, the other day. No, now you missed another one. Uh, you're dead to me. No, now. no, no. You're dead I didn't to me. Miss anything, Ben? Yes, you have. Yes, you have. Yo, yes, yo, you have. Yo. All right, give me the update. Is this thing booked or not? I need an answer. If it's not booked, it's not, I'm not going to even bring it up anymore. If it's not booked by Lisa now. Lisa just spoke to Coop. Is Coop it? just spoke to Lisa. Lisa well, is I'm talking to you. I'm talking to you. Who is that, Shirley? No, it's not Shirley. It's it's Weed Man and, right. and Lisa. Right. She's too I'm, tired to talk to you, but she did talk to Coop. Like, you seem to be too tired to direct tweets of me, dude. Well, I, I, I send you my I, bank I, statement <laughs> picture. I send you the picture I, I, of man, my bank statement. I don't need that. I don't want that. Don't do it. I'm overwhelmed. I use those direct messages to communicate with people in the industry, and, and that's how I do that here. And this you, is an industry event, Ben. <laughs> and listen what's happening. Listen where we're at with this, okay? Ticketmaster. Send me a questionnaire <laughs> about my corporation. You don't have a corporation. Well, that's my problem right <laughs> that's now. Your problem. You don't have a corporate. All right, so there's and, no. And the man, oh I, so God. I call the man from Ticketmaster. Uh, 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 hold on. Coop, is this going to happen or not? Turn on your mic, Coop. Well, I mean, he's talking about getting like incorporated, so they looked like they looked into that. And... All right, so he gets incorporate incorporated on a Wednesday, and then Thursday he calls Ticketmaster and says, "I'm incorporated. Put me, uh, put me up." I guess, I guess it's only like a hundred dollars to to do that. So that's an extra hundred dollars, right? Um, and that's like seventeen tickets he's going to have to sell to get that money back. No, but see, the, here's 
Here's the biggest thing of all of it. Like, I, I believe he's got the drive to make it happen, but the problem is yeah. that he thinks that it's going to sell out. They. That's not our problem. That's his problem. Like we're as long as we have no financial liability. It's, no, it's, it's true. We, we we don't have any. I mean, he said that live on the air. We've got that re- recorded. Yeah. Okay, but I mean, he sent me his bank statement too. <laughs> well, why would you do that? Why uh-huh. would you send the bank statement? Yeah. Well, no, I know, but I just, I mean, oh, is it from the? I'm looking right now. It's from Chase. Is that what? Yeah, it yeah. And I just, uh, oh, available balance. Oh, that's a, hold on a second. Yeah, he's got more money than us. <laughs> weed man, I guess selling weed pays, man. You got to you, you see how much money I have? That's my yeah. life, Ben. And I'm spending know, that's your entire life. Thousand of it. No, to rent oh, this room. This is a bad. And then you see, that's fly. what I, that's what I'm saying. Are like, you gonna hitchhike to Vegas? How are you gonna get to Vegas? I'm gonna take the Amtrak to Vegas. I looked <laughs> into the Amtrak. Greyhound. Oh, no, that's Greyhound. smart. It'll take five days. Yeah. But it's three days on a bus, man. Can you imagine being in a train with Weed Man in the same car for like four days? What that must be like, the nightmare that that no. is. All right, well, Weed Man, I'm tired of talking about this. I, I want it to happen, but if it's not going to happen, we got to move on. We've, we've got the talent yeah, show. It's happening, and it's a one-way ticket I'm taking. I'm never coming one back. One-way ticket. Oh, wait a minute. Whoa. Time out. Time out. All man. right. Hold on a second. We're going to revisit this. All right, don't go anywhere. Hold on a sec. You're leaving Miami? Wait a minute here. Oh, boy. Man, See, this, the pre- no, this changes everything. No, I don't even. No, I don't do it because Vegas and L.A. are like sister cities. So this is, he's like, really, he's going to be like our neighbors. He's going to be like Bugs be Bunny. Your neighbor. Oh, my God. With a stick and all his belongings in a bag on oh, the end no, of it. Oh, no, no. Stay in Miami, <laughs> weed man. Make, hey, this casino's in Florida. Why don't you pick a casino in Florida and we can do it in Florida? Right, we'll get to... Not all in, all out. We'll get to that. And uh, also, pass the booze as well. And the update on Weedman Hippie's life. Like you care about that. Uh, but first, Eddie Garcia is here, and he will give you the latest. Eddie? Well, Ben, we start with a note from the NFL, and the L.A. Rams continue to acquire pieces. They pick up wide receiver Brandon Cooks and a fourth-round pick from the New England Patriots in exchange for a first-round pick and a sixth-round pick in the 2018 NFL Draft. Ben is applauding. It's very annoying. That's Eddie doing. You should not do I, that, Eddie. I, I, can't, I can't read and applaud at the same time. I don't have that Eddie, kind of this skill. just in, Eddie. Uh, breaking news here. You can ram it all day. You can ram it all night. Back yeah, to you. That's great. Uh, let's check some baseball games of note where the Angels roll over the Indians 13-2. Shohei Otani went 3-4, for four, including a three-run homer for the Angels, his first Major League home run. Yankees beat the Rays 11-4. D.D. Gregorius 4-4, four for four, two home runs, eight runs driven in. For the Yankees, Diamondbacks beat the Dodgers 6-1. L.A. star pitcher Clayton Kershaw now 0-2 to start the season. The Astros down the Orioles 10-6. World Series champs are off to a 5-1 start. Josh Reddick, two home runs, six RBI in the win. 13 innings for the Red Sox to beat the Marlins 4-2. Boston is 5-1 on the season. And the Padres beat the Rockies 8-4. San Diego's Christian Villanueva with three home runs, five RBI in the victory for San Diego. This report brought to you by True Car. Online car shopping can be confusing, but not anymore with True Price from True Car. Now you can know the exact price you'll pay for your next car. So visit True Car and enjoy a more confident car buying experience. And Ben, we talked about the Yankees win over the Rays in the home opener for the Bronx Bombers, but uh, not everyone was uh, cheerful uh, or applauding. I mean, Didi Gregorius hit two home runs, drove in yeah. eight. But John Carlos Stanton in his uh, Bronx debut, 0 for 5 with five strikeouts and was booed. What's wrong with that? By the uh, by the home fans, making him feel welcome. He was I'm sure. Trying. His, oh, he's his home oh. This is 
this is one of those annoying stories. The people that go to Yankees, Yan- most of the Yankee fan base are Wall Street tycoons and very wealthy people. I've been to Yankee Stadium before many times. The new Yankee Stadium or the old Yankee? Well, the old Yankee Stadium. It's the same in the New York. It's even worse in the new Yankee Stadium. It's even more pronounced in the new Yankee Stadium. And and I believe I'm accurate in saying, in any major league stadium, in any, even in the heartland of America, if you strike out five times, you deserve a boo. That is boo worthy. It is first home game with matter. the team. Five strikes, the highest paid a, position in a player game in baseball. That you're winning easily. Five strikeouts. That is boo worthy. Come on. And even in like Miami, where there's seven Marlin fans, they would have booed Giancarlo Stanton if he struck out five times. They would have booed I, him. I, get, I got no problem I get with it. New York has to uh, has a reputation. Yeah, it's to not even about a reputation. It, it, if you on. have five strikeouts in a game, you get the golden sombrero and you it get is the boo. First home game with it the team, you're going to boo the guy. Yes, it's ridiculous. Yes, you pay money for a ticket. How, you're winning the game easily. It's it not like it's, it's, if it you're losing. Matter. Okay, you he's incompetent on that day. Cheer up, Yankee he's fans. He's incompetent. My Yankee God. fans gonna, are fine. He's gonna, Stop with picking on Yankee fans. It would have happened it's a, anywhere. It's ridiculous. It would have happened have. at a Mariner game, no, a Rockies game, uh-uh. even those no. laid back fish taco eating Padre fans. Would have booed no if a Padre struck out five times. You're nuts. I'm not nuts at you all. Are. That's what happens. You boo incompetent performance and you cheer good performance. That's what happens. Okay. It's uh, the Ben Mather show. I, I watched the Yankee game, the Yankee Rays game, and I noticed it was it was like 40 degrees. I'm actually going to rant about this because something happened that I I was really excited about, but then it didn't happen in that game. But I wanted to point out here that. They, they had opening day in the Bronx. It was like 40 degrees, but there was a wind chill, so it felt colder. And it was kind of rainy. It was you know a nasty early April day in, in the Bronx. They did opening day, but they didn't introduce the players because they didn't want to stand along the lines because they could catch a cold. So they didn't uh, force the millionaire now, that, that was worth to, a booing. They should have you know, booed that. They didn't want to stand out there because they could catch a cold, Eddie, if they stood out there on the field. Oh, God. God forbid. Come on. Yeah. And they rushed uh, Bucky bleeping Dent with a first pitch. Yeah. He was like, wearing, throw he was, it fast. He came out with blue jeans. Very casual. Business casual. Is that even? That's not even business casual, is it? The blue jeans? All right. It's Ben Maller's show. We're coming to you from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. On your car insurance, just visit Geico.com for a free rate quote. Well, some are all in, some are all out, and the teams that are all out, that would be the Los Angeles Rams and the Houston Texans. They now have zero draft picks in the first two rounds of the 2018 draft. And so while everyone will be gathered around listening to radio and watching television for the first two rounds of the draft, that Thursday, Friday, they do the first round the first day, and then they do the second and third round, and they drag it out from Jerry's World this year all weekend long. The Houston Texans and the L.A. Rams, they will be there, but they unless they trade back into the first or second round, they will have no draft picks. And I'm perfectly fine with that. Uh, I'm good for the Texans, good for the Rams. Uh, you know my position on the draft. We don't have to go down that road again. Uh, but those are the teams that are all out. The Patriots are all in because they've got four picks. The Cleveland Browns have every third pick in the first two rounds of the draft. So that's you'll see a lot of Browns. You'll see a lot of Patriots. You'll see a lot of that. Uh, we were doing a, a retrospective on Weedman Hippie, who's now announced he's leaving Miami 
and he's planning on relocating like a hobo to Vegas. And uh, how now, Weed Man? Uh, why? Because I, I'm going to headline. I'm going to have a residency in a Las Vegas casino hotel. Okay. I'm going to be doing Benny and a Weed Man simulcast on TV and radio. I'm going to be the biggest <laughs> hit ever. I've never had an opportunity to get ratings. We're changing the world. It's about evolution. Sports radio talk shows yeah, have yeah. nothing to say about life. You ground me. I'm in the air pointing to the all future. Right. You we, hold me right, to the ground. Down. Calm we down. have a dynamic that works calm down all right my response to that <laughs> my response to that is no okay no have you ever been Excuse to vegas have you ever been to vegas in the summer weed man i it's about 130 degrees yes. i would imagine yes, i used to go to atlantic city i've never been to las vegas it is it's a dry I'm heat. I'm going there for you, so it's comfortable no, it's never, and easy no. again, for you, Ben. Again, this is, putting, this is putting blame on me. Yo, 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 yo. What am I supposed Wait. to do with this? And I, I, I feel like I should back out of this now. I feel like I need to back out of this because he's going to move to Vegas. All right. You know where he's going to get a residency? I'll tell you where he's going to get a residency. At the Greyhound station right next to the Plaza Hotel. That's where he's going to get a residency in Vegas. That that the, the the most depressing place I've ever been in Vegas is the Greyhound bus terminal when people are leaving with no money and people are coming with their last dollar to Vegas. It, it is the most depressing place I've ever been in my life. And that's where Weed Man will take up residency. He will be one of the acts at Fremont Street is where he's going to go, right? You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. So, hey, Weed Man, you could get a residency well, on Fried- Fremont it. Street, I mean, if right? If you're going to bump my dream, if you're going to burst my bubble, then screw it, man. Weed Man, you can come and do the one-man show. We can do one night, but then you go back to Miami and you can revisit at that point. You go back to your your life in Miami and then you see if you want to. That's leave. Lisa moving around. That's not me making noise. I'm careful. <laughs> okay, Ben. Right. I, I think I feel like we're at a dead end here. Am I wrong on that? I, I feel like we're at a, a dead end in this conversation. Like you have this vision of doing a, a Benny and the Weed Man from the, the Flamingo Hotel. You said in late July for your birthday, and I would be fine with that as a standalone gig. But yeah, I mean. Weed man, how are you going to do Benny and the Weed Man if I don't? I'm in. I'm not in Vegas. I don't live in Vegas. How are you going to do? Well, Benny? you all go to Vegas all the time. And I'm so flattered that Eddie Coop and Danny would go. I really. All right. All right, we're done with this, right? Ben, you should pump him up and his dreams. No, I'm all for dreams, but I'm not moving to Vegas. It's not happening. So I'm not. I'm out. I mean, I'll do the one man show, and then we'll see how it goes. You can't end the call like that. Well, Coop, I, Coop, he's going to stay on hold the entire show. It's Coop, not like I'm ending the call. He's going to be there the entire show. Coop, uh, press the space bar right there. We gotta. We can't let Weed Man go like that. Yeah. Oh, I'm not doing that. No. All right. Let's well, do it. No, it's just theme music for him riding out to the west. <laughs> oh, I, I thought it was another explosion. <laughs> no. There's a picture of an explosion on there. <laughs> I could see him on a horse. Yeah, yeah. He's got. I'm the, listening to the go replay. West, weed man. Go west, weed man. As we do this, you could do it, weed man. 
Remember the law. I lo- want to do it. The, Whatever you say, the, don't you see? The law I'm of the West. Debt. I'm so grateful to you. Remember the law of the West. Remember that. It's all about you, Ben, and it's all about uh, the message. I, I this has nothing that. to do with me. Hey, I think it'd be fun. It would be a great life experience to do it, Weed Man. I'd be all for it for one night. But I love I, you. I love you. Uh, ding, ding. Uh, all right. Gonna get a headache here. That's what I'm gonna get. And I don't want a headache. I, I'm in the middle of the Mallard Marathon. Weedman's not in the middle of the Mallard Marathon. I'm in the middle of the Mallard Marathon. He's not. I am. All right. We'll take your phone calls at 877-99 on Fox, 877-996-6369. Now, we'll get to pass the booze at some point. Here's the Who Am I game. Here we go. The Who Am I game. Heading into play on Tuesday, no player in Major League Baseball had a lower win probability added and no pitcher had a lower war, wins above replacement, than me. Again, heading into play on Tuesday, no player in baseball the first few days of the season had a lower win probability added, and no pitcher had a lower war than I did. Who am I? The answer is next. On the Ben Maller Show, we specialize in sarcasm, snark, and satire, all things needed to survive these shady late-night characters on Twitter. Let your thoughts be heard by the masses under the cover of the microblogging website. Follow Ben on Twitter. He's at Ben Maller. And you can tweet at and follow me, Eddie Garcia. I'm at Eddie on Fox. Eddie? Stop. Eddie? And now live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios, it's Ben Maller. We'll have the MLB Pick'em coming up in a moment. It's really not the MLB Pick'em. It's just who, who can pick Bryce Harper. That's really what it comes down to. Who can, who can get Bryce? That's the question because he's good. You talk about a money-run situation. He's trying to get one of those $400 million contracts. He's off to a really good start in that department. Mr. Wonderful writes in. He says, uh, this Weed Man Vegas debacle is going to be all blamed on you, Ben. Bail while you can. I don't disagree with that, Mr. Wonderful. Ribman says you're sending mixed messages. The SoCal 49er fan. Ben, you have created a monster. Referring to Weed Man Hip. All right. Here's the Who Am I game. Heading into play on Tuesday, no player in Big League Baseball had a lower win probability added, whatever that is, and no pitcher had a lower war, wins above replacement, than me. Who am I? That's the question. What's the answer? Captain Cliche is going with Dick Pohl is his answer. The happy bong toker checks in with the great former angel and Oriole, Doug DeSensei's. Isn't he in jail, Doug DeSensei's? I thought he got in trouble. I don't know. Just Google it. Uh, Jason's going with Hideo Nomo as his answer. Uh, that's also Hector's answer. Let's see, can't read that one. Uh, we'll pass over that. Madison Bumgardner. Guessed by Ernie. Uh, no, we'll skip on that. Uh, Ricky Nolasco, guessed by the Rooster. Lamont with a nice Pedro Serrano baseball card. That is solid. That is nice. Little Troller checks in with Rob Van Dam as his answer. Uh, a lot of a lot of it. Why everyone's going with Hideo Nomo? Uh, Robinson Cano, don't you know? From Mike in the LBC. Eddie, do you have an answer, Eddie? Of course, I have an answer, Ben. All right. 
I'm going to go with Bill Swift. The great Bill Swift, former Seattle Mariner, and I believe San Francisco Giant. Am I right on that? Uh, no. Mariner for sure. I remember that. I uh, yeah, I think Giants, Giants too. I think pitched for the Giants also. Uh, the correct answer, the current closer of the Los Angeles Dodgers, Ken Lee Jansen. He has the lowest wins above replacement and... Whatever that win probability added is, he's uh, that's code for he's not very good. And the Dodgers have more more troubling have lost the first two starts of Clayton Kershaw. And the last couple of years when Clayton Kershaw pitched, the Dodgers had like an eight fifty winning percentage. He didn't win all those games, but the days that Clayton Kershaw pitched, when the game ended and they walked off the field, they were in the victory formation, slapping each other on the ass because they had just won the game. Uh, Kershaw hasn't pitched poorly. He hasn't dominated the way that he had dominated in the regular season the last couple of years, but the Dodgers uh, off to the slow start. Small sample size, not playing very well, didn't make any notable moves in the offseason. I would like to point out, though, I got into a debate with David Vasse, that Dodger lapdog that hosts postgame Dodger coverage on our affiliate in L.A., and he was, he was just riding the coattails of Matt Kemp celebrating Matt Kemp, who I believe now is hitting under the Mendoza line. Will he ever go above the Mendoza line? Ah, debatable. All right, let's get to it. Here we go. Time now for the MLB Pick'em. Major League Baseball. Talking baseball. Let's find out who has the first pick on the MLB Pick'em. That would be Eddie Garcia. How about that? How about that? Time for some quib notes with Eddie. Well, Garcia. I'm going to shock you with my first pick here, boys. Don't do it, Bryce Harper. Oh wow! You jinxed him. Let me tell you what. You, I had him the other day. Let me tell you something. You know what you do to make up for a five strikeout game? <laughs> you hit two home runs, Giancarlo Stanton. Yeah, boo his ass. They won't be booing him when he hits two oh, moonshots in the Bronx. Danny G. He's been hitting bombs. This guy, Charlie Blackman. Yeah, you can have Charlie Blackman. I'm glad you did that because you blocked Coop. That's good. Koopa yeah, Loop. Go yeah. ahead. Tani, here it is. I'm going to go with Mike Trout. Yeah, good. Oh. Yeah. And Carlos Correa. Oh, could have had Otani. Didn't want him. Boo. Yeah. Danny. How do we even know he's going to DH? <laughs> That's a good point. Uh, I'm going to go with Mr. Edwin. Encarnacio. Encarnacio. Oh. Right. From the clown show that is the Houston Astros, I will take Jose Altuve. Jose Altuve. Eddie. Uh, let's go with uh, Aaron Judge. Yeah, you can have him. And Nolan Arenado. All right. From the Washington Nationals, Team Maller selecting Adam Eaton. Adam Eaton. Eating some hits. Danny G. His bat's been on fire. Josh Donaldson. Yeah, he's got a bad shoulder, though. Bump nah, shoulder. He's good. He's still whistling. Right. Who you got, Coop? D.D. Gregorius. D.D. Oh, that's a bad I pick. I don't think he's going to get eight uh, RBI yeah. again. Raining down from the heavens. Not actual rain. The Boo Birds at Yankee Stadium. It was the home opener for the Yankees. And one Giancarlo Stanton. Not the kind of opening act he was looking for after those two home runs in Toronto. The old zero. The platinum. Not the golden. The platinum sombrero. Welcome in the beginning. Of another hour. It's the Ben Maller Show. We are in the air everywhere. The vast Fox Sports Radio Network emanating live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more 
on your car insurance. Just visit Geico.com for a free rate quote. Home opener for the Yankees. It was delayed today because of snow. Yankees and Rays. Me, oh my, what a matchup. Now, there's actually something about this game that I want to get into in a second, which I think is much more interesting than Giancarlo Stanton and his inauspicious beginning to his pinstripe career at home ends up with five strikeouts. Now, I'm told that has never happened before, that in his career where he has amassed the largest contract of any position player, he had never had a five-strikeout uh, day before. And uh, many many of my colleagues in the media are jumping on this story and going crazy, going berserk, because the fans in the Bronx booed Giancarlo Stanton in his home debut. And they're saying sarcastic things about how classy the Yankee fan is and how inappropriate this is. You know, all these uh, these uh, half-hearted comments, uh, sarcastic comments about the Yankee fans uh, going on and on and on and on. Uh, let me point out a couple of things. Uh, the, the, first of all, the rules of engagement. If you're a professional baseball player and you have a really bad day, the way this works the payback for a really bad day is the boo. Okay, that's that's how it has always worked. Anybody who's who's reasonable knows that it's not little league, it's not youth sports. This is professional sports, and that's that's how it goes. Now, certainly, Yankee fans have had a reputation over the years as being a little more savage than your typical fan. <laughs> that they enjoy the boo. More than others, uh, they're they're very positive with their boos, right? And and that's fine, you know, boo hoo hoo and all that stuff. But when you make mistakes and you have a performance like that, you deserve that. That is the that is the currency, right? You play very well, you get the standing ovation, everyone kisses your ass. Wow, way to go, man! If you're a train wreck and you're completely feeble at home plate. The other thing happens, and I made my position. We talked about this earlier on the program with uh, Eddie. You brought this up. And my position is that while it certainly is more pronounced in New York and it gets reverberated more because it's in Yankee Stadium, that even in other towns that are second-rate supposedly compared to the Yankee fans, if you go out and have that kind of a debacle, that kind of a performance, a catastrophe by baseball standards, you're going to get booed. It it would happen at a Padre game, at a Mariner game, the Rockies. You can go down the list. Even in the heartland, salt-of-the-earth Royal fans would boo. Those Trump Cardinal fans would boo. Five strikeouts. That's what happens. So I, I love this Pollyanna approach. Like, no, no, that's a New York thing. We don't do this. What kind of optimistic dreamer are you? I live in the real world, and I realize that that's what happens. It's not the end of the world. John Carlos Stanton's been around professional baseball long enough. All right? My God, stop. Stop with this. Oh, how's he going to handle this? I, I bet he regrets going to the Yankees now. Shut up. You're so stupid with these statements. You understand how silly you sound with these kind of statements? What I think is always fun, though, when we have a player that is so terrible, right, is so bad and needs to find some kind of safe haven after a performance like that, 
it's always great to revisit someone that has been the answer to many a Who Am I game that we've done over the years in a blatant attempt to get you to listen a little bit longer. And I'm talking about the player who coined the phrase golden sombrero. Everything goes off golden sombrero, which I'm told is now, are you even allowed to say golden sombrero in these sensitive, delicate PC times that we live in today? Are there going to be groups protesting the term golden sombrero? Racist. Vin Scully one time when Fernando Valenzuela had a a no-hitter, he said at the end of the call, throw your sombrero into the sky. If you have a sombrero, throw it to the sky. Yeah. Of course, if that happened with a young broadcaster today, they would be sent to Guantanamo Bay. Uh, That's what would happen to them uh, today in these new... Uh, new age times that we live in. Anyway, uh, the player that's responsible, if you're an old fart, this this name will resonate. You'll have a smile. And you'll say, I remember that when I was a little kid. I remember watching that guy play. With the San Diego Padres and other teams, but mainly with the Padres in the 1980s, the great Carmelo Martinez, who's still very much alive. He's an old man now. Uh, but Carmelo Martinez was a, a pretty mediocre baseball player, but his claim to fame, as he was a journeyman, he even played in the Japanese League. He bounced all over the place. Uh, but he was with the Padres for a chunk of his career, and he coined the phrase, the golden sombrero. And everything plays off that. You have the, the platinum sombrero. Now, the golden sombrero is a four-strikeout performance. So Giancarlo Stanton didn't have – he had four strikeouts, but he went to five strikeouts. Five strikeouts is the platinum sombrero. Also occasionally – referred to as the Olympic rings. Because as you know from watching the Olympics, you have the, the five rings, the five Olympic rings, you have those as well. Uh, and, and then there have been players, not many, that have gone to the six-strikeout area. That is rarefied air. That's the titanium sombrero. Or, if you're more nuanced, you can call it the double platinum sombrero if you want to go down that road. Uh, And there's only been a handful of players that have been able to accomplish that and still get paid in a professional baseball setting. Now, moving on from that, it being opening day in the Bronx, I was all fired up. I didn't get a lot of sleep. I got up early. I had stuff to do. I got excited because the, the, the Chamber of Commerce day in Yankee Stadium, it was nasty, rainy, cold, windy, the whole thing. Game time temperature was 40 degrees. It felt Worse, it certainly looked much colder watching the game on television. They canceled the pomp and circumstance of opening day because the players are a bunch of pussy willows and they didn't want to stand out there and catch a cold. And so they didn't introduce the players like they traditionally do at the home opener. There were no on-field introductions. And so with that as the backdrop, we had a great social media story that developed and spread early in the day. And if you were paying attention early in the day, you might have seen this. Maybe you didn't. I can't assume that you saw it. It involved the center fielder for the Tampa Bay Rays, Kevin Kiermeyer. I don't even know who that is, but apparently he's a center fielder for the Tampa Bay Rays. Never heard of so him. So Kevin Kiermeyer, the center fielder, he told one of the beat writers for the Rays that he was going to try something new to combat the Arctic conditions at Yankee Stadium. Now, what was he going to do? Lube. He was going to use, now, specifically Vaseline, but that's a lube. Vaseline's a lube. And so 
He was going to cover his whole body. He told the Rays beat reporter that he was going to cover his entire body, Kevin Kiermeyer, with Vaseline as an extra layer against the wind. So that set the ball rolling. The the Rays beat writers sent out the story. Other inquisitive members of the media then they were on it and they they developed the petroleum jelly uh, story there. They advanced the story. They went up to Kiermaier and they said, "Are you serious about it?" He said, "Absolutely, I'm serious about it. Uh, absolutely, I'm going to do it. Uh, and it's going to help the cold and the wind and all that. I got to stand out in center field." Uh, and if nothing else, uh, he, he said, "Hey, he joked around. He'd be properly moisturized at the end of the game." So it's a good good one liner. And then just minutes before the game was to start, there was a monkey wrench tossed into the Vaseline plans, a radical change from those initial reports where Kevin Kiermeyer was quoted. He did a 180. He announced on Twitter, he tweeted from the visitor's locker room at Yankee Stadium, he said, I'm sorry to disappoint the blown out of proportion comment about me possibly applying Vaseline to help keep me warm. He said tonight, but it was a day game. Forget to put it on, or forgot to put it on, have to have my, my two undershirts and uh, and going Vaseline-free. Print that, folks! What a schmuck. All right, let me tell you something. Now, the question here, let's talk about this. The question, your reaction to Kevin Kiermeyer, a nondescript nobody who had a chance at infamy by putting Vaseline all over his body and going out to center field at Yankee Stadium. All right? He could have put the petroleum jelly all over there for the cold weather. Now, my reaction, I've got cowardly, legendary, and tough acting to nactin. I got all of those things. All right, A, I am relatively confident that had he followed through with his initial statement, if he had done that, this would have been good for baseball. It would have been something fun to discuss. A man running out to the outfield covered in a bucket of Vaseline. You know how many tubs of Vaseline you'd have to get from Costco to cover a human body? I mean, think about that, right? And for him not to do it, a cowardly act by the Rays center field. You talk about crushing the hopes and dreams of young baseball fans to watch the Rays center fielder who they'd never heard of play a baseball game, just lathered up in Vaseline. And, and rather than you know claim the comment was blown out of proportion and he you know, you know he forgot to put it on, Kiermaier should have alerted fans and said, how much Vaseline should I put on? He should have run a poll on Twitter and asked fans if this was enough Vaseline. It's the kind of quirky, out-of-the-ordinary thing which is good. It's a, it's a random April day at Yankee Stadium. The Rays suck. They don't even have enough starting pitchers. They play bullpen games every other day. It's so, it's so stupid. And B, another reason this is a bad job by Kevin Kiermaier, it would have been legendary. It would have been in the Jorge Posada urination strategy to strengthen you know, his hands and Moises Alou using urine to help their uh, their hands during the holding the bat process. And players, I've heard stories of players, you know, rubbing baby oil on their body and, and and whatnot before games. He's a nondescript ball player who's essentially in purgatory playing in Tampa Bay. And I looked at his profile on Twitter. He says bow fishing is his passion, and he's an outlaw. Yeah, real outlaw. You wouldn't do the vacillate. 
You could have done the Vaseline. You didn't do the Vaseline. Bad job by you, you outlaw. You know outlaw petroleum jelly. I'll tell you that right now. It's so stupid. The, you know, listen, I understand you, you got the standard things, the heat lamps, the, the torches, the jugs full of chicken broth that people use on cold days. I've heard tales of players spraying tough actin to nactin. Uh, which is, I believe, used for athletic, uh, when you have an athlete's foot, on their hands and feet. They use that. Others have, have talked about cayenne pepper on the bottom of their feet on really cold days. And, and all these little tricks. You can go to, like, Walmart and get those little heat packets, and you can put those all over the place. But, uh, you know, it's just so stupid. You should have done it. It would have been good for baseball. Well, it would start the season. You know, they start the season earlier and earlier. Got games in March and April and all that. It's total crapshoot. It's hit and miss weather. And go to the Eskimo. That's what I say. Go to the Eskimo. All right, it's Ben Mather show on Fox. Edmund Dallas, Steamboat Willie, Judas Garcia. So you're upset that this man did not lube himself up is basically what Yes, I, I wanted to see the ball player in the lube is what I wanted to see. I didn't get it. I was unaware that this was a thing to keep you warm. Is this well, something that's wind. common knowledge? Well, it's I more about stupid. the wind. It's more about the wind because the wind, when it's cold and it's really nasty and all that, the, uh, the Vaseline helps uh, in certain parts of the body with the wind. So I've heard. So remember the uh, the, the, <laughs> the great, wind like well in football can't Eddie, stick to the well the, the, well, the uh, well, it was it the I don't think it was the ice bowl. What was the game the Chargers and Bengals play? It wasn't called the ice bowl. It was called something else. But it was really cold. Freezer too. bowl or whatever something like it was. That? Yeah. Like there were some guys. I remember hearing this story, and maybe it's true. Maybe I just heard it from somebody. They lied to me. But some of the Bengals offensive linemen didn't wear long sleeves, and instead they just covered their arms with Vaseline. And it, it helped them play in this horrific cold weather in Cincinnati when it was like below below freezing and way below freezing and below zero or whatever it was. And they, they were able to do it. So. What we should do, I've Eddie, never, is I've never heard of that we before. should go to the really cold weather and test out different products. Like you do the tough actin to actin, I'll do the, the Vaseline, and we'll go through that. Nah. It'd be fun. We could put it on YouTube. Be solid. I, I don't. I don't think that would be fun. Be viral. People would love it. Be better than How about Benny this? And How about man? we have we have such wonderful listeners all across this great land of ours. Maybe they in you know, if you live in a cold place, we got a lot of them that live in cold places. Maybe they could do it for us. Yeah. How about that? There you go. Uh Robbie the Mariner fan who's a baseball wonk. He says, <laughs> Why are you calling Kevin Kiermeyer a nobody? He's one of the best center fielders in major league baseball. He is? According to this guy. Yeah. Well, he's a weasel. He didn't go through with the Vaseline. If you say you're going to put Vaseline all over your body, you do it. And you claim to be some kind of outlaw. If you're an outlaw, you do it. You Don't start with this nonsense. And I would say nobody in Tampa Bay is one of the best players in baseball. How about that? So put that in there. Put that in your pipe and smoke it. I will take your phone calls if you would like to be part. There is a line open for you at 877-99 on Fox, 877-996-6369. We're also on Twitter, at Ben Maller. That's at Ben Maller, and you can be part of the festivities. Uh, here's a, Martin says that the inventor of Vaseline lived to be the age of 96. 
He attributed his longevity to his habit of eating a spoonful, a spoonful of Vaseline every day. What do you? You got to yeah. use something to get that down with, right? You can't just I, put the. I think I'd rather croak at seventy-two. You'd rather check out a little early there. That, that literally makes me want to vomit <laughs> thinking about that. Do you think you could take a spoonful of Vaseline if you wanted to? You think you could get that down? That would be, you'd have to have something to accompany well, the. Didn't you admit one time that, that you, as a kid, would eat glue? Yes, all the time. Uh, Miss Cleman's well, class. A, if there's uh, anyone to... on the staff that would that could attempt this, but I didn't. Maybe it's you. I waited till it was like dried, and then I'd I'd ball it up into little glue balls, and then I'd eat it. <laughs> that makes it that makes it better. Yeah, it was more it was more authentic that way. <laughs> I mean, I yeah. imagine that the spoonful of Vaseline would be uh, would would go down easy. I'd just slide it's right like down your throat. Right? Yeah. Wasn't it a spoonful of sugar? Wasn't that it? That, that helps the Mary medicine Poppins? go down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What helps the Vaseline go down? Nothing. Coop says nothing. Coop, no. if we come up with enough money, will you take a spoonful of Vaseline? Oh, absolutely. What are we talking about here? You got like a five. I'll throw a five in there. Eddie? I don't have any cash on me, but I bring some tomorrow. Well, I mean, I don't think anybody has Vaseline right right now. Well, Danny has Oh, oh it's yeah. in my gym bag. Danny has some, yeah. Ew. His thighs hit together. <laughs> <laughs> I think the fact that it's in your no, gym I, bag oh, makes I, it No, I have a bathroom of... bag in here. Every, <laughs> yeah. In my sure trunk, you, too. Sure bathroom you do. Bag. Yeah. yeah, overnight bag, Eddie. Yeah. I see. If you if this was true, like, what if a report came out and they said if you drink or you consume a spoonful of Vaseline every day, you'll live an extra seven years? Would you do it? Science, if, if they said science said a spoonful of Vaseline, you'll live seven more years guaranteed. They'd have to figure out a way to flavor it so you could put it between two pieces of bread. <laughs> Coop, wants, Coop, Coop wants a weed flavor, Vaseline. He wants that in there. All right. It's uh, the Ben Maller Show. We'll take your phone calls, 877-99 on Fox. We got censorship in sports. We'll get to that. We'll do it next. The only thing better than listening to the Ben Maller Show live on the radio is to hear it again at your convenience. On demand, the Ben Maller Show podcast is moving up the charts. Unless it's not, support our little radio show by subscribing to the podcast on iTunes and giving us five stars. It helps keep the show growing and pacifies our bosses. Now live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios, it's Ben Maller. We'll get to some sports censorship in a moment. We've had a lot of feedback. The Maller Militia, very excited about the idea of Koopa Loop taking a nice big spoonful of Vaseline and actually following through on it where Kevin Kiermeyer of the Rays chickened out. He's a pussy willow, and he didn't go through it. He was going to cover his body in Vaseline, and then he backed out like a weasel at the last minute at Yankee Stadium. Bad job by him. It, you know, breaking the, the code of the West. If you say you're going to do something, you do it. Bad job by him. Uh, Marcus writes in, he says, just think of Vaseline as peanut butter, no problem. Emilio, though, he's a P1. He actually was one of our guys in Bakersfield. He was one of the few that helped us close down the minor league field in Bakersfield. And he says, I will buy you guys dinner every night this week if Coop eats a spoonful of Vaseline. Coop. How many nights Coop. are there left this Coop. week? What do we got? Three Coop. nights of food? Coop. Coop. Coop, that's a lot of pizza. Why, why does everybody else get to benefit from me eating the Vaseline? <laughs> oh, because it was our idea. <laughs> I mean, it was our, we came up with it. Come on now. <laughs> Jeez, what's wrong with you? Uh, all right, let's go to the phones. Uh, let's see here. Where shall we go? Oh, Kay says, I'll bring a jar of Vaseline 
and a $20 bill right now, we can put it on Periscope. Your move. Yeah, Case is driving around. He's in our area here in Sherman Oaks, so come by. Coop, your your response? (laughs) It would be the first time ever DoorDash delivered Vaseline. You you, got to make sure that's an unopened jar of Vaseline. You got to be careful there. You you don't want game-used Vaseline, you know. Just, yeah, just I, don't, I mean, I, when I was thinking, when I said I'd do it, and I had, oh, I had, a, I had a feet. No, I had a figure in my head. Well, I, and, pizza and twenty bucks. That's come no, on. No, you guys gave me thirty to eat the hot dog. That's nothing compared yeah, to this. The economy's not great. There's tariffs <laughs> out there. You know, that's a problem. Come on. I mean, I was thinking like a hundred. A hundred. Yeah, it's so, Vaseline. A hundred. Well, well, uh, I'm gonna have this to, way. Hold on a sec. Wait a minute. Let's do the Maller math. All right, Case has got 20, so he's got a 20 in there. I'll throw a 5. Danny will throw a 5. Eddie yep. will throw a 5. So we're up to 35. Then three nights of food from Emilio. That's what, to get our food, what is that, like $30 uh, a night you know, roughly for the, the pizza or whatever, maybe even a little more? So that's like 90 bucks. So we are well over the $100 price point in goods and services and money. Done. We're closer to like 150 bucks. Let me research this a little bit. Okay. <laughs> the guy that made Vaseline said he lived to be 96 because of the Vaseline. That's what it said. It's an internet thing. It's a meme. It must be true. Or as Jim Nance would say, a meme. Meme, yeah. Yeah, it's a meme. So look into that. <laughs> uh, Adam says you can make your own hand warmers with a Ziploc bag, ice melting pellets from Lowe's, and water. Uh, eating fa- uh, eating fatty food and the spiced ginger also warms the body. So these are very important things you need to know in life. Especially you, Eddie, living near the Pacific Ocean. This is very important that yeah. you know these things. It can things. get very chilly there. Yeah. So you on that bridge, man. It gets uh, very, very chilly. It does. Uh, uh, Ernie says instead of Weed Man going to Vegas, he should go go up to the Yukon Territory and test out the Vaseline and Tanaka theory in a cold weather environment, and maybe he could try the tongue on the pole test, and <laughs> he can lose that annoying screech of a voice. He's a little harsh from Ernie. Ernie's upset though because he's a Michigan man and he's upset the Wolverines lost and they weren't competitive in the second half, and he's upset by that. Really quick, Ben, I found a flashback in our computer All system. Right. It's the flashback. Yeah, I mean, you could eat the other side. There's the other yeah. side looks like it's untouched. And then, well, I'll let you eat the other side. You don't have to eat the side, which looks like the rat took a little nibble. Fifteen dollars. That's oh, it. That is all. <laughs> and for for twenty, so I'll cheap. take a bite off the rats. Oh, <laughs> yeah. right. oh my god! But we, so now here we are. You know, years later, and Coop's a diva. Now he's like a hundred bucks for Vaseline. Vaseline's not food. It's At least petroleum that was food. jelly. It's like. It's like peanut butter and petroleum jelly. You know, it's like that. It's- yeah, you ate off of a rat-infested hot dog that sat there for 17 hours in the break room. It was disgusting. It was like 12 hours. It was more than that. It was more than that. And, you know, the Jay Moore show when that was here. Who knows what they touched. You know, they might have put stuff all over. <laughs> I don't know what happened. I have no idea. <laughs> uh, uh, let, so. me, let me think about it. I might, I might yeah. do it. I okay. might do it. All right. He's thinking about it. Everyone stand by. Who offered the 20? Uh, Case, he's been in here before. Oh, that's right. That's by. right. He's yeah, a good guy. That's We've right. had him come by here. He's a good dude. So yeah. All right. I'll think about it. All right. Uh, it's uh, the Ben Maller Show on Fox. We get to that censorship in sports, and also we've got Maller to the third degree and a bunch of phone calls. 
including that lunatic from Maine. But right now, Eddie Garcia is here, and he will give you the latest. Eddie? Well, then, in the NFL, the Los Angeles Rams continue to make moves to improve themselves, and they pick up wide receiver Brandon Cooks in a fourth-round pick from the New England Patriots in exchange for a first-round pick and a sixth-round pick in this year's draft. In baseball games of note, the Angels roll over the Indians 13-2. L.A. Shohei Otani hit his first Major League home run, a three-run shot, went three for four at the plate. Remember, he picked up his first win in his first start on Sunday. Yankees beat the Rays 11-4. D.D. Gregorius with a huge day for the Bronx Bombers. Four for four, two home runs, eight RBI in the win. Diamondbacks down the Dodgers 6-1. L.A. star pitcher Clayton Kershaw now 0-2 to start the season as he took the loss. Astros are 5-1 to start the year. They beat the Orioles 10-6. Josh Reddick, two home runs, six RBI in the win. 13 innings for the Red Sox to get by the Marlins 4-2. Boston's 5 and one on the year, and Christian Villanueva hit three home runs, drove in five as the Padres beat the Rockies eight to four. This report is brought to you by True Car. Online car shopping can be confusing, but not anymore with True Price from True Car. Now you can know the exact price you'll pay for your next car. So visit True Car and enjoy a more confident car buying experience. And Ben did want to mention in the NHL, the Florida Panthers beat the Nashville Predators two to one. Florida keeping their fate of playoff hopes alive. But there was controversy in this Uh-oh. game. We got controversy. In the final seconds, a game-tying goal for Nashville was disallowed on what appeared to be a incorrect goalie interference call, and that did not sit well with Carrie Underwood, the wife of Mike Fisher, who plays for the Nashville Predators. She tweeted out, quote, biggest pile of poop emoji ever. Ooh, poop. Predators were straight up poop. robbed. Poop. Uh, she was not the only celebrity to chime in on this. Kiefer Sutherland, the actor, uh, and yeah. Brent Snedeker, professional golfer, also Brent tweeting that this was a Snedeker. terrible call, and the NHL needs to uh, do something about yeah. these former caller controversial goalie interference plays. Nashville Danny, who's still banned from the show. Yeah, I'm told he was upset also by that for some reason. See, my Boston Bruins got trucked in their they game. Did. Yeah, tied with Tampa Bay now yeah. for well, first place. They got a place. game in hand though. Game in hand. They're tied at 110 points. You know that. The Bruins I do know that. Win out. They got an extra game. No problem. The bees will get it they done. They want to they avoid having to play Toronto my, in the first round. My bees will get it done. All right, we're coming to you from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on your car insurance. Just visit geico.com for a free rate quote. We head to Maine, and Whoopi Pie Blair is on Fox Sports Radio. We'll get you updated oh, on this. Oh, no. Developing Vaseline story. Big sports news. This is going to rock the industry. We are going to get major national coverage for Koopa Loop uh, eating Vaseline. It's going to be a big deal. This will be the lead story in the sports radio trade papers. What's going on, Whoopi Pie Blair? What's going on, my man? Hey, I don't like the words you said about me. I heard what you said. I said you're great, you're wonderful, you're a hero. No, you didn't. No, you didn't. Liar, liar, pencil on fire. What did I say? Uh, I forget what you said, but it wasn't you, you, nice. You forget. How upset can you be if, I, if you forgot what I said? You said the guy in Maine's a lunatic. No, not you. There's another guy on hold from Maine. Not you. No. Why do you think no. I was talking about you? You are such an egomaniac. You think I was talking about you. I got a bunch hey, of calls from Maine. I hey, got Coop, Portland, Coop Maine. I got Augusta, Maine on my board. Hey, Coop the Loop. Was he talking about me? I, I don't know, Blair. Okay. Hey, there's somebody. Hey, there's, Coop the Loop, though. I really want to see you eat a... Um, some Vicks or some Vaseline for two hundred bucks. Two hundred bucks. Yeah, if you if you do it for two hundred, it's worth it. But if it's are like you sending, are you sending me the two hundred? 
Well, no, yeah, two hundred, two hundred for the vac. Uh, that's that's vac- so hard. So Whoopie Pie, for- Whoopie Pie Blair's mom is putting two hundred dollars in. Okay? <laughs> hey, Blair. Blair. I'm putting that in my mom's mouth. What? Oh, mouth. oh, no, no, no. I'm not putting that in your mouth. No, no, no. To dump that. No, 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 no. That's not, that's not happening, Blair. What was Ben doing? I'm putting words in my mom's mouth. I'm not putting anything in anyone's mouth, all right? Blair. You put the words in my mouth all the time. Hey, no, I do not. How dare you? Hey, Blair, you know Mr. Moose from Maine? Have you ever heard of him? Is he a big moose, like the big <laughs> yes. fat moose? Yes. He's half man, half moose. Yeah. He's, he's trying. Uh, he's he trying to set huge. up a. He's trying to set he up a whoopie pie huge. eating contest with you. Yeah, yeah. He wants you to be part of a like. There's a, a big state. I'm gonna pop him like a balloon. Are you fat, Blair? <laughs> yeah, but he's fatter because his name's called uh, the Moose. Well, you man. no, no. Who cares? I don't care if you're fat or not. I, I, I'm fat. Uh, can you go into this eating contest? Can no, you show I don't up? want to because I don't want to get too fat. Um, it's one day. I do want to talk it's about one. this Vaseline thing. I believe it was Vaseline. The, yes. The guy from the New York Yankees. Very important to call I and talk about I think he's out this. of his mind. He's I out of his mind. I think he's freaking out of his mind. Freaking you out of his mind. You wear, like, Under Armour stuff on your arms or your, yeah. you know, to keep you warm. You don't do that crap. Come on. Now, when, really? you, when you're out, and Blair. Baseball, you got to do that to keep yourself warm? In the heart of winter, Blair, when you were snowing, it was snowing in Maine, and you were shoveling all the snow there, did you cover yourself up in Vaseline? No. Sometimes I even have, like, short sleeve t shirts on. Wow. You're out a rebel. There sometimes. You're, a, you're a brute. I'm brutal. I don't care about that cold. You're a rebel. Sometimes. You're a tough guy, aren't you, Blair? Uh, Mr. Toughy, yes. How many calls have you made to sports radio today? I know you called my Boston show, so that's one. How many other calls did you make? Come on. I called you, and then I called Who else? Um, in the morning, maybe. Sometimes I call in the morning you call if some I can morning. last. Do you call the local show in Maine? What do you what do? You do? What's your the move? The Big Jab. Oh, the Big Jab. Okay, so you call the Big Jab. You call the Boston show. You call this show. Any other shows? You call. What's that college football nerd guy that you call all the time? Oh, I, oh the guy. Um, what's his the, name? The guy on SEC Network. Yeah, I don't know. Oh, Paul F- Paul Feinbaum. Oh, that Feinbaum guy. Yeah. show, yeah. yeah that guy. Kind yeah. of weird-looking guy, yeah. yeah. Anyways, uh, yeah. I wanted to um, talk about this Shohei Itani, man. He is from Japan or wherever he's from. Yeah. He is incredible, He's actually man. from Riverside. Did you know that? He's no, from he's Riverside. Not. Yeah, he's from no, Riverside. He grew up in Riverside. Right there. No, he's from Riverside. It's a true story. He just pretends no, to be not. from Japan. I, I was no. listening about him, and he grew, I'm following he, how good he's doing. I'm going to watch the game at 4 on MLB Network Oh, congratulations. Tomorrow. All right. I, I, I gotta, you got to watch the game, man. you got to watch uh, this maybe, kid. He's I, a stud I, right now. He might not even play. Oh, yeah. All right. I gotta go. He's Thank young. You. He's like 24 years oh, old. That's great. Who cares? He'll get old soon. Why do you don't care? Because your Dodgers suck right now? Dodgers are, oh, you're a tough guy, aren't you? Yeah, you're Dodgers. Defending they nationally, they defending nationally. It's the first they week suck. of the season, you moron. You suck. Right. I'm, hang, I'm blowing you up here, you moron. Yeah, hang up. Our friend Rachel is in Montebello. This is someone that will calm my nerves. This is someone that will give solid life advice. What's going on, Rachel? The lovely and talented Rachel in Montebello. Ben, sticks and stones. Believe it or not, Ben, you having you're having just Marconi award worthy monologues in sports oh, no. content. I mean it's unbelievable. <laughs> Believe it or not, I'm walking on air. I never thought I could feel so good. Flying on high on a wing and a prayer. 
Who could it be? Believe it or not, it's just me. That is a professionally trained singer there, Rachel and Montebello. She will be appearing in the Ben Maller Talent Show at a date that has yet not yet been set. Oh, drizzle. And I hope if Weed Man actually pays the money and we get that Benny and the Weed Man, that Rachel will be on stage performing there for everyone My to right see. hand was getting a workout. So, outstanding. Thank you, Rachel. Tremendous job. Then I saw her boobs. Stop, Cowboy. Cowboy, you stop. Guy, so out of control, that guy. Man, jerk yourself away. Out of context audio. It's not. That's a sleep technique. Everyone knows it. We'll get to censorship in sports. Also, Mallard of the third degree. Here's the Insta trivia, though. Blank is pulling down 16.6% of his team's misses. Tops in the NBA this season. Again, Blank is pulling down 16.6% of his team's misses. Tops in the NBA Fill in the blank. That's the Insta Trivia. The answer next. On the Ben Maller Show, we specialize in sarcasm, snark, and satire. All things needed to survive these shady late-night characters. On Twitter, let your thoughts be heard by the masses under the cover of the microblogging website. Follow Ben on Twitter. He's at Ben Maller. And you can tweet at and follow our executive producer. He is the liar, liar, and the menace of the Fox Sports Radio Network. He might eat some Vaseline. We're waiting to find out. You can follow him and tweet at him, whether you want him to do that or not, at UH Bronco Fan. Moo. And now live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios, it's Ben Maller. I feel like Coop has to decide soon here that this is, we're at the midway point almost of the show, and if it doesn't happen... Like, we got to push it back to another show, and there'll be a lot of people disappointed. He'll become the Kevin Kiermeyer of the show if he decides not to do it. So I hope that doesn't happen. Here's the Insta Trivia. Blank is pulling down 16.6% of his team's misses. That is tops in the NBA this season. Fill in the blank. That is the question. What is the answer? Ernie's going with Earl Boykins is his answer. Uh, who else do we have? The Dope says the answer is Benny... The ball washer, uh, he says. That's uh, from the dope. Uh, very funny. We have LaMarcus Aldridge from O'Day. Bullwinkle the Moose, tossed out by Daniel. Greg Ostertag from Eric. That's a good one. Mr. Cotter. That's Troy stuck in Seattle's guest. George Mikan from Rob in Minnesota. Dwight Superman Howard from Arik. Uh, we have Carmelo Anthony, tossed out by Tequila Man. Whoopie Pie Blair's mental health professional tossed out by Justin. How dare you? All right, Eddie, do you have an answer, Eddie? Yeah, Ben, I believe it's Steve Stepanovich. No, Eddie, I'm sorry you didn't get that right. The correct answer, the pride of New Zealand. He plays in Oklahoma City, Stephen Adams. Who? He's a goofy-looking, like, white guy that plays for Oklahoma City. Racist. I know. 16.6% of his team's misses. Tops in the NBA. The Thunder have the highest offensive rebound rate of any team in the NBA. If that excites you, congratulations. And the phrase that is banned by those douches at the Masters, if anyone yells, dilly-dilly, at the Masters, they will be kicked out. The term dilly-dilly has been banned by the Masters. Now, they're, they're doing this because they don't want a uh, commercial, but what they've done is promote Bud Light 
by announcing they're banning Dilly Dilly, and the people behind Bud Light are sending 2,000 shirts with that catchphrase, Dilly Dilly, to the to the uh, area around Augusta, Georgia, and they're hoping that some of those people show up to the Augusta National Golf Club wearing the shirt that says Dilly Dilly. There's a bunch of phrases that are banned. That's one of my favorite things about watching golf is when somebody shouts something out right when they're swinging the clubs. I love that. But if you hear Dilly Dilly, that's that's a violation. You'll be kicked out by those the Gestapo security guards in Augusta, Georgia. All right, let's get to it. Here we go. It's Maller. How about that? To the third degree. This is when Big Ben gets grilled. Third degree time, we bring in the purveyor of Vaseline, the Koopaloo. Ben, there are reports that the Bills GM is actively trying to trade into the top five in the draft to try and secure their quarterback of the future. Do you think that the Bills would be able to pull it off, and who should they target? Well, the, the, the Bills could totally trade up. The, the issue here is the the Patriots now have two first-round picks, and they also conceivably could trade up. But the, the Bills, if you look at where they could go, you look at the Giants at the number two pick, there's been speculation the Giants would be willing to move down and get multiple picks here. The play for the Bills is to attempt to get Baker Mayfield. That's the guy. A, Mayfield has the moxie and the ability, those two things that would work very well in Buffalo. He's got that gunslinger approach. Uh, and, and more importantly, playmaking ability. He'd bring excitement to the Bills. Uh, I'm all for that. And B, if the Bills can't make a trade, all right, they're going to go into the season with what is known as the Trail of Tears at quarterback. A.J. McCarron and Nathan Peterman have attempted 223 passes in the regular season and the playoffs. That is not a Band-Aid situation. That is like you're going out and you're picking trash up and trying to cover up a wound. Good luck. They've got to find an answer in the draft at quarterback or at least someone else, another option. Next. Ben, this has been talked about a lot, the possibility of Rob Gronkowski getting traded. First it was maybe he's going to retire. Now it's he's, maybe it's going to be traded. Now, using the Maller scale of probability, what do you think the chances are that yeah. Bill Belichick actually does well, that? Well, it would have been dumb. Now, before I would have said on the Maller scale of probability 30%, now I'm going to go 2%. I'm not completely closing the deal. Everyone seems to think that because the Patriots made the trade with the Rams, they're going to keep Gronkowski. I'm not saying that. First of all, it's the ultimate power play move by Belichick to to unload Gronkowski. It would be a stupid move. Uh, It would be dumb. It would be something of pure ego to regain control of the locker room. But there is no loyalty, right? The Patriots will trade anybody at any time. So there's a chance, but the odds have gone down dramatically with Brandon Cooks being traded to the Rams. So I'm going to go 2%. All right, next. Ben, the Bengals made the playoffs the first five years of Andy Dalton's career. However, the last two have fallen short. Last week, Dalton was interviewed and said he believes that the Bengals are close to returning to the playoffs. Yeah. Do you share his optimism? I actually do. The Red Rifle's not far off on this. Uh, number one, the division's soft as toilet paper. The Browns suck. The Ravens stink. Uh, you're going to win a bunch of those games. And the Bengals were close to a playoff team this past year. They've improved the offensive line. They should be around a nine-win team. That's playoff. Con- that's in competition for a playoff spot if you're the Bengals. I agree with it. All right, how do we do? You passed it. That's a win. I won the game. I won the game. That's Dilly Dilly. He's joining the Colt. 
He's joining the cult. We'll talk about that. Welcome in the beginning of another hour. It's the Ben Maller Show. We are in the air everywhere. The vast Fox Sports Radio Network emanating live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on your car insurance. Just visit geico.com for a free rate quote. Big trade in the NFL yesterday, the Rams and the Patriots commencing a trade, and the Rams getting Brandon Cooks. The Patriots get some draft picks in return, including a first-round pick. And the leader of the Patriots on the field for many, many years has been Tom Brady. And Tom Brady has been part of a movement that has overwhelmed the Patriot locker room the last couple of years involving health and uh, some hippie lingo and all this stuff. Well, he has now found someone outside of the Patriot way to follow him. Uh, I don't know if you you follow this or not, but Paxton Lynch, who had so so many high expectations when he was drafted by the Denver Broncos, how has that worked out? Uh, not good. He's in his third season. And while he is not a total bust because he's still technically employed in the NFL, he's about as close as you can be to a total bust as you can possibly find. Well, what is he going to do to turn his luck around? The Bronco backup quarterback, Paxton Lynch, has made a deal with the devil. Now, he's not going full-on Satan worshiping. He's not doing that, but... He has decided to team up with Tom Brady's fitness guru, the infamous Alex Guerrero. Uh, That is right. Uh, So he is following that. Now, I want to discuss this. The, The question here, what do you make of Paxton Lynch, a failed former top draft pick by John Elway, turning to the TB12 formula? Now, my viewpoint on this, you've got panic, Risky business and the cottage industry. And we'll link all this stuff together. Now, first of all, Paxton Lynch, you don't have to be Mr. Uh, Draft Guy or Mr. Roster Purveyor to know that this is not a great situation. There there is a crossroads going on in the professional football career of Paxton Lynch. He was supposed to be the starting quarterback in Denver now. Instead, not only did John Elway go out and sign Case Keenum as a big Band-Aid, but the Broncos continue to discuss the possibility of drafting a quarterback in the first round. They have a top draft pick this year because they sucked last year, and that likely will be a boondoggle of a situation, but that's what it seems like the Broncos are leaning towards drafting a quarterback. So, in other words, the clock is a ticking in the career of Paxton Lynch in the NFL. Now, we are told that he has been working out on his own in the offseason, unchaperoned by the Bronco training staff and the support system in Denver, and now the state-run NFL network passes on that he has decided, Paxton Lynch, to turn to Alex Guerrero. You don't turn to Alex Guerrero if things are going well. You turn to Alex Guerrero when things are not going well and Guerrero is said to have flown to Orlando to work out with Paxton Lynch, and Lynch is also going to head up to Foxborough 
next week to visit the TB12 clinic where Tom Brady does so much of his work there uh, in the uh, Foxborough area and continuing his uh, his off-season conditioning. This is a panic move by Paxton Lynch, right? This is a, a, a panic move. It was obviously a panic move. Now, this could also lead to future employment, right? It's possible that the Broncos will say goodbye. They'll draft the quarterback. They already have Case Keenum, and that the Broncos will release him. And now if he's in the tank with Alex Guerrero and he's in the tank with Tom Brady, well, you put two and two together, you line them up, you connect them, you do the amount of math, and that opens up the possibility of trying to convince the, the, the coaching staff there in New England to bring in Paxton Lynch. He's like, hey, he's already working out here at the TB12 Center. Let's give him a look. What do we have to lose? He's a former first-round pick. Why not? So that opens up that door. Now, secondly, Alex Guerrero, we know he has dabbled in medical quackery in the past. I mean, it's, it's on the public record. Uh, he did infomercials promoting a product that he claimed could cure cancer. I'm a doctor. It's a bad job. That's, uh, you know, that's, th- this in general, though, is risky business, right? It's risky business for Paxton Lynch because many people in the NFL, inner circle, look down at Alex Guerrero. It's risky bis- business for Alex Guerrero because he thinks that he is God's gift to the world because he happened to get hooked up with Tom Brady. And if he starts work- working with Paxton Lynch and three years from now, Paxton Lynch is bagging groceries. That's a problem, right? Or even like six months from now. I mean, this thing, this stuff comes at you fast here. So it's risky on both sides, right? It's risky on both sides. And and while Alex Guerrero has worked with Tom Brady and a handful of other Patriot players, it is not totally uncharted, but it's pretty close to uncharted territory to bring in guys uh, from other teams. There have been a couple of players, but this is a very small small window, and it's a small fraternity of people that are out there that could do this kind of thing. Uh, and because, you know, look, what, what are you going to do if you're Paxton Lynch? Now, the story says he's all in on the deep tissue massage, uh, muscle pliability, which is a big buzz term that Tom Brady talked about, and he thinks he's going to play better football. If you think that you're going to be Tom Brady by deep tissue massages and muscle pliability – you are a bigger dope than Blair and Maine, right? You, you either have it or you do not have it, right? Now, you can get better. You can get better. I certainly believe in that. I'm not against that. I think it's common sense. You can be, you, you're going to get a little better. You're not going to make that gigantic leap, that humongous step forward. I don't see it. He's 24 years old, which is not old. But he has shown a lack of football prowess, right? And and the talent is there, but the execution has not been there. He's the football IQ, supposedly is. Uh, are we allowed to? Say, we can say that about him, right? We're allowed to say that because he's a white guy. The football IQ is not good for Paxton Lynch. Not good. Uh, he's in his third season. He's thrown for less than 800 yards and four career touchdowns in five games. He's had four starts in the NFL. Unacceptable. Right, unacceptable. Now Paxton has had multiple opportunities to win the starting job. The Broncos wanted to have faith in Paxton Lynch. They wanted him to be the guy, and each of the past two seasons, he has been beaten out by Trevor Simeon, who's now, I guess, he's with the Vikings, a seventh round draft pick uh, who stinks himself. Now the final word on this: Tom Brady's plan is to transition 
from football star into the cottage industry of sports nutrition. He's already got the book, which he's gone around promoting and all that. Brady has hopes and dreams of opening up these TB12 clinics all over the place, like the YMCA uh, and like uh, the Boys and Girls Club. Like, everywhere you look, there's going to be a TB12 clinic, and that's how it's going to go. And he's he and his business partner, Alex Guerrero, they're, they're going all in. They've got this whole model, and once Brady's done playing, he will quickly pivot over, and he'll com- complete that part of his, his, his life, the football playing part, and he'll go all in on the TB12 part. And like, it, you always wonder, if you're, if you're Paxton Lynch or any other NFL player, like, I know the reputation of football players, you know, not being that bright and all that stuff. I know the reputation. But think about what you would have to do if you go all in into the the denomination that is the TB12 formula. You can't have sugar, no white flour, no olive oil, no iodized salt. You can't have tomatoes, peppers, mushrooms, eggplant. Uh, caffeine, you got to get rid of all caffeine. All dairy products, and there's a bunch of other things. There's a big laundry list of things that you got to get rid of. You also have to drink an insane amount of water. Right? The, the legend of Tom Brady is he he likes to brag about how he drinks you know, 25 glasses of water a day, and that's why he can't get sunburned because he drinks so much water. I mean, it's just it's bizarro world, is what it is. It really is bizarro. World. Well, good luck to Paxton Lynch. Uh, and when he's unemployed in a few months, when he gets released by the Broncos, I'm sure he'll find work somewhere. Maybe he'll work here. All right, it's the Ben Maller Show on Fox. We have Edmund Dallas, Steamboat Willie Garcia. So right over there. Now, Ben, that was a fantastic monologue, but I'm going to. No need to clap. I'm not clapping. Uh, I'm going to shift back to what's kind of becoming a topic on is the show a, here. A, it's a running theme, Eddie. I don't know if it's a topic. It's a running theme. Well, it's we're, we're trying over. to figure out if uh, if our executive producer Justin Cooper is going Koopaloop, to eat, child star yeah, Koopaloop. is going to eat a spoonful of Vaseline. Now, this came from a uh, discussion that you had yeah. about a player for the Tampa Bay for the Tampa Bay Rays who said he was going to cover himself in Vaseline to combat the cold conditions. Yeah. At Yankee Stadium, and then, ended up and, not doing it. Well, and then to be fair, listener Martin sent in a uh, meme, or as Jim Nance says, a meme, uh, that showed that the guy that invented Vaseline lived to be 96 years old, and he said the reason he lived so long was because he had a spoonful of Vaseline. Mm-hmm. A Hall of Fame meme. Yeah. That's a good now, now, Coop is, Coop is what have brought that. this up, that he would... Is it wrong that I love that drop of Jim Nance? So no, it's, uh, it's absolutely it's right. It's just great. I mean, so would it be a spoonful of comfort for Koopa Loop if he has the vast? Well, Koop said he was going to research it because he obviously All doesn't right. want to get sick or yeah. have something that's going to affect his health. I've we, also we don't want that either. We no, don't want that because we're of liable. Not. Of course not. We're liable. I've also done some research online, and I, I I will assume that Coop, and he'll speak up here in a moment, has found the same thing that that eating Vaseline is absolutely not detrimental to your health. Okay. Some people even claim it has benefits. Uh, some right. talk about you know helping with weight loss and things like that. Uh, yes, apparently it is a laxative, but you know, hey, that's you know, not yeah, that big that, of a deal. That, hey. That's the part that I I'm concerned about. Oh. Coop, we have a restroom that's close by. Yes, but not only is it a laxative, I've also read that it could cause uh, seepage. Ooh, a little drippy. Yeah, Drip, drippy, drippy, drippy. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> Did you bring an extra pair of underwear? I'm <laughs> sure it'll be just fine. Do we have to bring the pens for you? What do we have to do? I don't know What's if I the... want to deal with that. Oh, it's fine. It's one night. Well, you're going to be compensated for it. Yeah, that's, that's, yeah. We still talk Rob about the night you, you ate do the, it for nothing. the night you ate the hot dog. We still yeah. talk about it. Coop, you have a steel stomach. You rotate drive throughs for dinner. Yeah. I don't know. So I feel like we're not going to do it tonight. Like we're going to do it. It has to be tomorrow. Or well, yes, that's yeah. fine. Okay. But he's, he needs to make a decision tonight if, if he's going to do yeah. it or not. I don't think I'm going to do it. Oh, let down the show. Let down the show. You're the Kevin Kiermeyer of the show, Koopaloop. <laughs> You've let down every man, woman, and child who's listening right oh, now. Man. Think of the children, Coop. Think of the little kids. I don't get the reference, but... Mallard Militia's like Yankee Stadium right now. Yeah, you let a kid down. How dare you? So many children listen to overnight radio, Coop. You've let them all down. What's wrong with you? The next generation. Damn. Uh, Well, this is a developing story. Uh, Let's get the latest on this. Uh, We have updates. Uh, Let's see here. Uh, Angry Bill has something to add. Angry Bill's eating a whole carton of Vaseline. That was for different reasons. What's going on, Angry Bill? Nothing much better. How are you doing tonight? I just wanted to help Coop out if he wants. I can offer him some uh, belly-used Vaseline if he'd like. Um, it might be a little less uh, volume, but uh, it might be better tasting. You know what I love okay. about you, uh, Angry Bill? That you, you've latched onto something that does not work, and you are not discouraged by that at all. You continue to go down that road. There's no stopping you at all. And, and no matter how many calls you make and how many statements you make, and it, it's just not going well at all, no one can encourage you or persuade you to talk about something else. You, you're just amazing. It's, I tried talking it about something else last night. You cut me off. Well, because it was stupid. No, you didn't let me finish what I was saying. It was dumb, and I didn't have time for dumb radio. I do an adult professional radio show. Yeah, when did that start? Yesterday. Oh, okay. Yeah, yesterday. Um, so that's, that's an offer out to Coop, and uh, Bella, Bella loves Vaseline. That's all I can tell you. Uh, now, let's, uh, let's so you have, no, you have no other material, and well, let me, let me... you're shamelessly going back to that old material. Can, well, go back to the nine-year-old girl thing. Because of people like you, every ballpark has screens all over the place. How, how do you sleep at night, you loser? So pathetic, these baseball stadiums with these screens all over the place. What about a nine-year-old girl? Yeah, grumpy, belligerent, cantankerous, angry Bill is behind that. Do you really think you hurt my feelings by talking like that? No, because I mean, you like that. That's what you like. I'm waiting for some good news like uh, we Man Healthy Man, hippie finally kills himself or something. I mean, I need some some volume, Ben. I need something to really yeah. put my teeth into. We, we were hoping for good news too. We thought we got rid of you, and then, like a plague, you returned. No, the, the months of January or February and March, when the football's over and baseball hasn't started yet, I don't like talking about sports yeah. and that kind of stuff. Yeah, I, I was st- very busy with Bella. <laughs> Here we go again. All right. All right, that's the third Bella reference, and that's we go kaboom on that. That's uh, one, two, three, kaboom. Gonzo, see you later time. 877-99 on Fox if you would like to be part. 877-996-6369. You can be part of the festivities. And we'll call this one Damage Control. Damage Control. We'll get to that, and we will do it next. 
On the Ben Maller Show, we specialize in sarcasm, snark, and satire. All things needed to survive the shady late-night characters on Twitter. Let your thoughts be heard by the masses under the cover of the microblogging website. Follow Ben on Twitter. He's at Ben Maller. And you can tweet at and follow the man who plays all the music and most of the funny sound bites on the Ben Maller Show. His first name is Danny. His last name's still a mystery to most. He's our technical producer. Did you follow him at Danny G Radio? Never go in against a Sicilian! And out live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios, it's Ben Maller. You better chow down or it's gonna get cold, so eat it. Oh, that's a good song. Solid job by DJ Danny G. Open up your mouth and feed Our executive producer, Justin Cooper, has let the American people down. It's another great disappointment. Your heroes let you down. That's the lesson. That's the lesson of this. And overwhelming condemnation from the Maller militia here. Uh, people are very upset. All right, Cooper. fine. What? I'll do it. Yeah! <laughs> He's going to do it! He's going to do it! Cooper Loop's yeah. going to do the vaseline! The problem is half the American people tuned out when they got the I bad know. news a few right, minutes ago. All right, so... Now we got to work on the logistics. All right, so it can't happen. To, we got an hour and a half, a little over an hour and a half left, unless we do a bonus hour. So we got an hour and a half left on today's edition of the of the show. So what? Where can we do this for the most bang for your buck? We got to do it tomorrow, right? We got to do it tomorrow. It's got to be today. Why? Why does it have to be today? We don't have a, a I don't have jar Vaseline. of Vaseline, or it's got to be tomorrow. Well, yeah. Case did say he could get it down here. In a half hour. So we could do it in our drive time hour. Yeah. I like promoting these things, though. I'm a promoter. Why, why, why can't we do it tomorrow, Coop? What's your I, objection? Coop's going to have second thoughts. He's going to sleep on it. He's going to wake up. Oh. Someone in his life uh, will tell him, <laughs> don't do it. It's not worth it. And he'll back out. Am I right, Coop? I, I'm, I'm like, I'm hyped up. I'm, I'm yeah. amped. I'm, I'm, I'm ready to do it today. And, and that's... He wants to I guess we strike do it today, while the then. petroleum is slick. Uh, Emilio says, Coop, I would have told my grandchildren about you with the uh, the Vaseline. So you're saying you want to make sure that Emilio tells stories about you to his, his grandchildren. I mean, I see a lot of... He's a young guy. Does he have kids? I don't know. I see a lot of pizza promises. I do. Now, hold on a sec. Here's what you got to do. You got to make sure that all those are verified. We could be eating pizza for like the next two weeks here if you do this. <laughs> if you do this properly, Koopaloo. I mean, I see one of them from Cowboy Killer. He's gotten this pizza before, so I believe that that, that seems Cowboy you know. Killer. Yep. Uh, Cowboy Killer said, "Yeah, who's the guy that said pizza every night this week? Was that Emilio? I think that was Emilio. Was it? I, yeah. I think that was him. I believe so. We got the twenty. K- yeah, Case just sent me a picture of the twenty dollars so bill. You got that twenty. Uh, so you're gonna get that, Andrew Jackson. You got the Andrew Jackson. You get the twenty. Uh, we'll all throw in uh, five because we're overnight radio people, so that's up to 35 So you got the $35 cash. You've got pizza for the rest of the week and probably early next week. Where's the negative? You know, And you'll clear out your system. It's a diuretic. R- Rib Man said that he's going to pitch in a blunt. I'm not sure how he's going to get that to me, but... <laughs> He'll mail it, you know. <laughs> what could go wrong with that? I have no idea. Nothing will go wrong with that. All right, well, Case, uh, if you're listening, Coop said he's he's down. He's good for it. So. Oh, but see, now now Case said, now Case said he's only going to be here in an hour. Ooh. Danny, don't you uh Yeah, hour's you not going to work. Didn't you say you have? We got stuff doing. We got plans in an hour. 
not going to work. An hour doesn't work. Oh, I was kidding. I don't have that crap in my gym bag. Vaseline's gross. Get it. <laughs> <laughs> it is. I've Weed. always hated the consistency uh, of it. Weed man says he's in for 20. Ooh. There is a drugstore down the street, Ben, if you want yeah. to at least yeah. to go buy a Does he have to buy his own stuff? Vaseline to eat his well, own I don't, Vaseline? It, 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 Manic Mike's telling me that it can cause lipid pneumonia. I mean, imagine that's probably if you eat like a lot of it. I mean, yeah. It's, it's going to be a small, you know. Now what a, spoon? Oh, no, no it's big spoon. Are we it's going gonna, to big, big spoon, small spoon? We have plastic spoons. That's why, I mean, I, do you know that's, of any other spoons? No, in that's the, fine. In the, yeah, that's eh. good. That's the spoon that we have. Full spoon, though. Got to be filled up fully. Yeah, uh, yeah. I mean, but like, it's gonna like be a that... big, like a spoon of peanut butter. What about what's the what is? I don't know what the breakdown on the smooth like this. The different terms for the spoons. You got the teaspoon. You got the tablespoon. I mean, a tablespoon is like a, a big like silverware spoon. But yeah. I imagine that the the spoons that we have in the kitchen, like those... a, like a dinner spoon or a, a soup spoon's the biggest spoon, right? Now, the soup spoon. Did you check serving either spoon? Of... How about serving spoon? Did you check either of the dishwashers? <laughs> No, I'm doing. If if I'm doing it, it's going to be one of those plastic spoonfuls. Hey, whoever designed the kitchen, like I'm all for it. I love it. It's bright blue. It's beautiful. I feel like I'm big time radio guy. But why have the paper plates if you have a dishwasher? I'm trying to figure that out. Does anyone know why they decided to have the dishwasher and then have paper plates? Well, there's no drawer for silverware or or you oh, know yeah. plates or anything like that. So I'm not sure what we'd be washing in there. Yeah, that's a good point. How about like an ice cream scooper? Of of uh, Vaseline, would you do that? No, like a big ice cream scoop. Like, Absolutely, no, you would not. not do that. How about a salad fork? Would you use a salad? You know those big salad forks. <laughs> Look, see, the reason I'm agreeing to this <laughs> is because I feel like with that plastic spoon that we the, like the plastic spoons that we have in the kitchen, yeah, I might be able to avoid the seepage. So now you're gonna wash it down with something else. Here, what's your strategy? You yeah, gonna- I'm, I'm gonna I'm I'm gonna go upstairs and get a diet Dr Pepper out of the uh, vending machine. And okay. use that as a as a chaser. You gonna get some paper towels to put on your chair, just in case. You know? <laughs> would that happen like immediately? When when I've never when even, I I've never that. eaten Vaseline. No, it would know. be during the Animal Thunderdome. <laughs> <laughs> One of the great segments in radio. What are you talking about? Uh, it'll add a new layer of intrigue. Is what it'll do. All right. Well, Coop says he's in. So as soon as Case can get here. But if Case doesn't get here. He's got to be here in like half an hour, he right? He tweeted two minutes ago, and he said, uh, I don't give a blank. I'm on my way now. So it's like he's dropping okay. his DoorDash duties, and he's headed to the studios right now. All right. That's so ex- this is very exciting. That, w- that would put him here in just under an hour. Yeah, dreams do come true. Sometimes your heroes let you down, and then they make up for it. Sometimes that does happen. All right, it's the Ben Maller Show on Fox, 877-99 on Fox, 877-996. Look at that. The phones are ringing off the hook. 877-996-6369 if you would like to be part. He's answering the call on the air. Uh, We're going to have too much or not enough. We'll get to that here momentarily. Also, damage control. we got Tinderoni tips later in the hour, live on Periscope. Right now, Eddie Garcia is here. And he's going to give you the latest, Eddie. Well, then we start with news from the NFL where the offseason moves by the Los Angeles Rams continue. They've added several players, and now they've acquired another one. Wide receiver Brandon Cooks and a fourth-round pick come from the New England Patriots in exchange 
New England gets a first-round pick and a sixth-round pick in this year's draft from the Rams. In baseball games of note, the Indians beat the, excuse me, the Angels. The Angels beat the Indians 13-2 in the win for the Angels. Shohei Otani hit his first Major League home run, a three-run shot. He went three for four in the game. Remember, he picked up his first win on the mound on Sunday in his first big league start as well. Yankees beat up on the Rays 11-4. D.D. Gregorius for New York, four for four, two home runs, eight RBI in the win. Giancarlo Stanton, by the way, went 0-5 with five strikeouts and was booed in his debut in New York. Diamondbacks beat the Dodgers 6-1. L.A. star pitcher Clayton Kershaw now 0-2 to start the season. Astros are off to a 5-1 start. They beat the Orioles 10-6. Josh Reddick, two homers, six RBI in the win. 13 innings for the Red Sox to down the Marlins 4-2. Boston's 5-1 on the year. And the Padres beat the Rockies 8-4. Christian Villanueva for San Diego hit three home runs in the win. This Who? Christian Villanueva. Who? Yeah, I don't know him either, but he, he had three, three home, home runs. runs? So, yeah, give it up to the it's guy. the greatest Padre since Tony Gwynn. Well, it's a little much, but he had a good game. This report is brought to you by True Car. Online car shopping can be confusing, but not anymore with True Price from True Car. Now you can know the exact price you'll pay for your next car. So visit True Car and enjoy a more confident car buying experience. Ben, I am shocked by this news, but it has uh, happened. Yeah. The fight between Canelo Alvarez and Kennedy Golovkin has been called That's, off because call of the... It, we call that Triple G. Because of the... Triple G, yeah. Some people know the, him as Triple the, the, G. The two failed drug tests by Canelo Alvarez, uh, I thought there was no way there was too much money involved that they were going to call this fight off, but I was wrong, and a lot of people were wrong. They well, called the worry, fight no, off. No, no. Woody Harrelson's going to fill in. He'll, he'll fill in at the last minute. Okay, I don't really understand that reference, but uh, that, I don't that, think that's going to bring as many people into the, the fight. Name, but, wasn't uh, he in the movie like the what was that boxing movie he was? Remember he, he was like a last minute replay. What was the name of that movie? You didn't see that movie? I did not see that movie. I know Am he's. I, been, I, this I know up? that I know that uh, Woody Harrelson has been in like every sports movie imaginable. Play, play but, it to the bone. That okay. was the name of it. Play it to the bone. None of you people saw Play It to the Bone. Nope. Danny. Nope. No. No, we have not seen that. I thought, I swear that he was. I, maybe I've got the movie wrong. Maybe it was another movie. Yeah. Well, like anyway, last minute uh, replacement. No. All right. Uh, Canelo Alvarez, of course, uh, tested positive uh, for Vaseline uh, for PEDs. Claimed, of course, it was contaminated meat. That uh, yeah, Mexican meat. Mexican meat. That's right. <laughs> Don't drink the water or eat the meat. Yep. We love Mexico. So it's beautiful. The, the fight is off. <laughs> not going to happen. The beaches. I got to go to that hotel in in, uh, in Mexico. Our guy works at. All right, so Ben Maller's show. We're coming to you from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on your car insurance. Just visit geico.com for a free rate quote. You can be part of the festivities here. And Jim Mora is doing complete damage control. The former UCLA head coach, who's a regular on the state-run NFL network, is desperately trying to change the narrative that he is out to get Josh Rosen. He's attempting to clarify his comments. He's been making the rounds doing radio and television interviews. Uh, he's made a number of appearances here in the last couple of days, including a return engagement this week on the state-run NFL Network, and he attempted to write his comments about Josh Rosen. He said, do I think Rosen's the best quarterback in the draft? No. Morris said, I think he's the best player in the draft. How about that? <laughs> oh, it's just outstanding. Just marvelous from Jim 
Mora. All right. We have a game show. Do we have a contestant lined up? We got to play the game here. We're on a tight clock. We got Tinderoni tips. We got to get to this. Here we go. It's another Ben Maller game. We've endured too many of these. Is it too much or not enough? Enough already. Here we go. It is time now for Too Much or Not Enough. A golden ticket is on the line. It'll be covered in Vaseline, but it will be yours for a limited time. And this is where we ask you a series of questions. And then if you get three right, you are deemed the winner. And you will get yourself a golden ticket. If you get all five right, you'll win not only one golden ticket, you will win two golden tickets. It's a life-changing event. would like to point out because in the past people have asked to exchange those. The golden ticket has no monetary value. It is currently only valuable on the Ben Maller show. Other than that, you're out of luck. And if you think I'm tap dancing, you are absolutely correct. I'm doing a tap dance. I'm doing the two-step. I'm doing the la-la-la. I'll be doing the cha-cha-cha coming up in a little bit. Be attempting my different dance routines here. Ben, this would be a great time to remind you to subscribe to the podcast. Yes, that's right. Record-breaking numbers for Ben Maller last month. I don't understand why people are downloading the podcast so much, but thank you for doing it. It does annoy my bosses. Uh, And so keep that up. We're doing better than some of these big-time hosts that work here that are on TV. I don't know how that's happening either. But download the podcast. Subscribe and give it three stars. Five stars. Do the jitterbug and five stars. I'll be doing the electric boogaloo or boogaloo in a a minute here. All right. Here we go. We have our contestant lined up. Mike in North Carolina. Hello, Mike. Yes, sir. All right. Mike's full of energy. And ready to go. All right. What are you doing, Michael? What are you doing driving around at this hour? Delivering newspapers. Delivering the newspaper. All right. What city in North Carolina are you in? Burlington. Burlington. All right. Very good. Well, good luck. Here we go. And you have an opportunity here to win yourself a golden ticket. I'll ask you a series of questions. All the answers are either too much or not enough. It's pretty hard to screw this up. Question number one. Aaron Judge was the eighth Yankee with a 50 home run season. Is that too much or not enough? Doesn't, Let's go. Doesn't, doesn't matter. Not enough. He says not enough. Is he right? Uh, too much. Uh, there have been five Yankees with 50 home run seasons. Question number two. There are only two NBA champions that have four scoring titles. Is that too much or not enough in the history of the National Basketball Association? There only been two NBA champs that have four uh, scoring titles. Not enough. He says not enough. Is that right? That is correct. Kevin Durant was the third NBA champ with four scoring titles. Michael Jordan and Wilt Chamberlain were the others. So you got that one right. You're one and one. We move on to question three for Mike in Burlington, North Carolina, delivering the newspaper. D.D. Gregorius became the fifth shortstop in big league history with four hits and eight RBIs in a single game. Is that too much or not enough for the Yankee shortstop? Too much. He says too much. Is he right? Right again. And Mike is on a roll all of a sudden. Too much. He says he's not a Yankee fan, but Gregorius, the Yankee shortstop, he's only the, the third shortstop to accomplish the feat. Miguel Tejada and someone named Travis Jackson. All right. You got two right. One more right, Mike. You, you win the game. One more right. This could be it, Mike. Let's go. You can feel the excitement. 
resonating from the man's voice. This is big. Here we go. Villanova made 21 three-pointers in the final four. Is that too much or not enough for the win? Too much. He says too much. Is he right? No, not enough. The Wildcats made a record 28 three-pointers in the semifinal and in the championship game. So the final four in the championship game. Didn't get that one right. We come down to that the last question here. We'll do the quick step because Danny G is waiting, waiting to do his tenderoni tips. Here we go. Mike, this is for all the marbles. Are you ready? I'm ready. Here we go. There are four active NCAA men's basketball coaches with multiple national titles. Is that too much or not enough? You said how many? Four. That's too much. He says too much. Are you sure you want to go with that? He's thinking about it. He's contemplating. You're boring me, so I'm going to accept your answer as too much. And you won the game! You won the game! Jay Wright is the third active coach from Villanova, joining Coach K and Roy Williams in your neck of the woods there, Mike, in North Carolina. Uh, Congratulations. I've got a golden ticket. I've got a golden ticket. I really enjoyed the clicking of your phone. I thought it added another layer to the segment, so I thank you for that. And congr- That's my hazard. That's yeah. my hazard play. Oh, good. Okay. Well, congratulations. You won. Hey, I just got to say one more thing. Uh-oh. Somebody's got to take pictures of Coop eating the Vaseline, and it's got to go on one of those child stars. <laughs> Where are they now? <laughs> Where are they now? Yeah. Where, he well, has God. been reduced to eating Vaseline. I know. On, a, on an overnight <laughs> radio show. Does it get any more demeaning That's than right. that? I know. Okay. Look what we've How done. How far I've fallen. <laughs> yes. It'll be on the Daily Mail as soon as uh, tomorrow. We'll put it on there. We'll send it to the Daily Mail. All right, very good. Tinderoni tips. We'll put it on video. We'll record it. We'll document the whole thing. Uh, this is going to be a big effing deal when Coop eats the Vaseline. Right now, though, we're going to get to Tinderoni tips. That's also a big effing deal with Danny G, and we'll get to that. We'll do it next. The only thing better than listening to the Ben Maller Show live on the radio is to hear it again at your convenience on demand. The Ben Maller Show podcast is moving up the charts, unless it's not. Support our little radio show by subscribing to the podcast on iTunes and giving us five stars. It'll help keep the show growing and pacify our bosses. Now live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios, it's Ben Maller. Let's get into it. Here we go. Let's do it right now. We're going to be live on Periscope. You can look in studio. No one's eating Vaseline yet, but we'll be live on Periscope here. Tinderoni tips. In a bit of a dry spell, Tinder guru Danny G is here to help. If you have a romantic query and you are under the age of 50 and you're not freaky or disgusting, please give us a call. We'd like to alert all our affiliates that Case is leaving a drugstore with what appears to be a Diet Dr. Pepper and a small canister of Vaseline. I have looked at the photographic evidence. He's on his way here soon to the studio. But right now, it's Tinderoni Tips. My man Danny G is making his way in studio. Eddie Garcia, that's Eddie on FSR, documenting everything. This week's edition of Relationship Dating Advice 
tenderoni tips. Set yourself up right there and make yourself comfortable here. It's very, very exciting. Here. Happy hump day. I'll clean up my mess here. I don't want anyone to see my, my secret papers there. Oh, yes. All right. Here we go. Very exciting. Oh, yeah. We'll cover that up. Yeah. All right. It is tenderoni tips, Danny. And these are actual questions by actual listeners. Yes, sir. A couple of them uh, direct messaged and uh, the other ones you could find right on my page. And one asked for his name to be changed uh, to protect the guilty. You could do okay. that, too. So direct message me if you don't want your name on the air. Yeah. The Russian bots will get your name, but we won't <laughs> use it on the air. Evan on Twitter says, my page on Match seems stale. How can I get more traffic? Right. What do yeah. you do to well, dress up your profile? The, the easy way is they get you for a little bump in the price to put you at the top so that the women will see you. Nah, do but that. there's nah, ways to nah. do it on your own without having to pay nudity any more money besides... Flamboyant uh, outfit? What yeah, besides crazy pictures that'll get a girl's attention to click on it. What you do, Ben, you change your profile picture often. So... Don't keep the same picture as the main one all the time because. Yeah, but you get older and you look uglier though. Well, no, no, no. What That's I what mean, happened. no. What I mean is, and- say, say you have five pictures on your profile. Don't always use the same one as the main profile picture. Oh, okay. You catch me? So that so way, have, much like the, uh, the the rays have a rotation, <laughs> you got to have a rotation. You rotate the pictures yeah, and yeah. the headline. That way, if a woman's already looked at you and wrote you off, she'll still click on you again. And ah. maybe be interested in you the second time. Deception. Yes. Deception. It works. All right. Cal on Twitter says, what's the best meal or food to eat before engaging <laughs> in uh, physical extracurricular activities? I think we've all heard. Uh, Vaseline, right? <laughs> about, uh, no, it's not Vaseline. Uh-huh. Um, I think we've all heard about oysters. But uh, here's- I, heard, I, I, I was told pineapple. Pineapple. Well, that's a that's for different. It's a whole other story. Yeah. <laughs> that's in the uh, that's it's in the petroleum jelly category. Okay. Let's All not right. talk about that. Uh, yeah. Here's here's one you may not have heard of: asparagus. I read this on the internet, and the I'm reason not, why it. it's rich in vitamin E, and vitamin E <laughs> yeah. sparks uh, women's hormones. So anything that has a lot of vitamin E in it. Well, women can eat asparagus. I ain't eating asparagus, okay? <laughs> Knock yourself out, girls. All right, uh, David on Twitter. Yeah, talk about being in the bathroom. Uh, yeah, exactly. A guy in our circle, he says, just started dating this girl, and she wants to fix her sister up with another guy in our group. Not sure if it's a good idea. Seems to be cool until there's an argument. Yeah. All right, so this is confusing. There's a lot of so, moving parts. So there's a circle of friends, right? Is so that right? He just started. So the girl just started dating. The guy just started dating the girl. Okay. She wants to fix up someone else in the group with her sister. Ooh. Yeah. It's it's getting messy. See, so I the, like the keeping math the, won't the work on that. Yeah. And and uh, a few years ago, when I was living in the Thousand Oaks area, I had a group of friends there, and one dude in particular worked his way through. Almost every female in the group of friends, wow. and it just got real messy, and See, it uh, messes up the friendship. What a slayer! Wow, <laughs> every well, yeah, because some guys don't care if they mess up all the friendships in that circle, but yeah, you know, come on, really, all everyone, the whole uh, yeah, well, yeah, <laughs> uh, that's that's odd. You know, they say side. don't don't poo where you eat. He yeah, didn't yeah. he didn't care he didn't about follow yeah that he didn't care about axiom. That. Uh, Jeremy in Rhode Island. Or is it? On Twitter says, I'm 38. I'm talking to a 25-year-old. What uh, is uh, too much of an age gap? You're asking us. We're in Los Angeles. 
<laughs> yeah, man. Hey, come right. on. Trophy wives all over the place. What well, it, it depends. If he uh, looks young and has a you know spring in his step and some swag, you could pull off dating a 25-year-old. Yeah, I think that's that's doable. I think that's doable. It's it's, it's the math on this though. It's it's weird. You got to be like the age. It's got to be like if you're over 25, it's all you know. There's like a cutoff on the age thing. You know, it's an odd, it's an odd deal. All right, there it is. Tinderoni tips. Look at that, Danny G. More on Periscope bonus. Two of the biggest figures in American sports could end up in a courtroom against each other. Quite the tale of the college football coach. Not backing down from the big, bad NBA bully. Welcome in the beginning of another hour. It's the Ben Maller Show. We are in the air everywhere. The vast Fox Sports Radio Network emanating live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on your car insurance. Just visit geico.com for a free Rate quote, a heads up, later this hour, one man, one container of Vaseline, Justin Cooper, if you haven't been listening, uh, the Koopa Loop, we did a story about a Tampa Bay Rays outfielder, Kevin Kiermeyer, who promised to cover his body in Vaseline. He was going to cover his entire body in Vaseline, and this was like a big deal, right? He's going to do it at Yankee Stadium, really cold in the Bronx. He didn't do it. He didn't do it. And uh, we started a conversation, and somehow we worked our way into a situation where we wanted to know if Koopa Loop would eat a spoonful of Vaseline. And a listener has arrived. We can't alert all our affiliates. The listener case is in the building. And he does have said container of Vaseline. He's got that. He's also got a beverage for Koop to to wash it down with there. So uh, we're preparing that. We will have that coming up here in a few minutes, we are very excited. We will have that live on Periscope as well. But I wanted to talk about a story which is very compelling, uh, and I'm interested in it, and it involves two of the massive titans of American sports, people that we talk about all the time. Every time we bring these people up, we get a reaction. Uh, one of them is the Alabama football coach, Nick Saban. The other, LeBron James. Now, we talked about this a little bit earlier in the week. Uh, the Alabama football program released a trailer on Twitter for something called Shop Talk. And in this video, they showed Nick Saban and former Alabama player, current Atlanta Falcon, Julio Jones, in a barbershop setting. It's trash. You know, who the hell cares, right? I mean, you know, it's, it's, it's like porn if you're an Alabama fan. But other than that, you didn't really watch this? Probably not. Yay. Uh, so... It's a, a harmless video, but sure enough, LeBron James and his posse found out about this, and of course, a cease and desist was sent out, and uh, the letters sent to Alabama, concerns over copyright infringement, intellectual property uh, from this video because LeBron James does some dopey thing in a barbershop also, which also sucks, and uh, so he's uh, apparently claiming that he owns the intellectual property of a barbershop. Well, we can now advance the story because Nick Saban was asked about this. Now, uh, I've already revealed my hand here. Nick Saban not stepping back. Nick Saban, when asked about LeBron James in the video, listen to his response, the Alabama football coach. No, I don't, I don't have a reaction to it. I think LeBron James is a great player. Um, there's been at least 20 barbershop-type things I've seen on TV. I didn't know anybody owned that. I didn't even know he had one. 
Uh, I'm sorry that uh, anybody could be offended by something that we were just having fun with, and uh, I enjoyed it, and um, we're going to continue to do it. Yeah. All right, so that was Saban's response, not backing down, right? Not backing down at all and saying, hey, listen, I didn't even know he had it. Now, do we believe that Nick Saban didn't know LeBron James had a barbershop video thing on the Internet? I actually believe that. I actually buy that. I, I don't see Nick Saban purveying social media all that much. So I, this is, to me, totally believable. Uh, so, I, so I'm all in on that. I, I buy that. Well, LeBron James was asked, it, it, this is like a game of he said, he said, right? Oh, did you hear what Nick Saban said? Uh, so then they ran, the, the, the media guys ran over to LeBron James, and LeBron spoke after the Cavaliers beat the Toronto Raptors on Tuesday night. So then LeBron, he had to then rebut what Nick Saban said. Let's hear what LeBron's response was. I mean, you guys know Nick Saban more than I do. Um, from a media perspective, I'm not saying you personally. From a media perspective, you guys know Nick Saban more than I do, so that's exactly what I would think he would say. Um, but I build uninterrupted for a reason, for, for us athletes to have a platform to be able to speak about, you know, whatever we want to talk about. And um, uh, I respect him as a coach, but I'd be damned if I allow someone to, uh, you know, use our platform or try to, you know, you know, do the same thing we're doing and, you know, and just think it's okay. So the lawyers will figure it out. All right, so that's LeBron's response. Let's discuss this. Now the question, who is going to win between Nick Saban and LeBron James? Now I'm going to go first here. My answer, the lawyers. The lawyers are going to win. They're going to be victorious in this. They're going to come out ahead. Now I- I've got trivial douche-tastic, and coming to America. I've got all these things. We'll mix them together. We'll lock them together. First of all, could you find a more trivial thing than this? Stupid internet video vignettes from a barbershop. Like, on this is a pimple on an elephant's tuchus is what this is. It's And it's also so petty. So on both sides, it's a, now. The, I, I, if you had to pick a side between LeBron and Saban, uh, you'd actually pick Nick Saban in this. But think of the billable hours that this is going to provide to some lawyers that pass the bar, and they're going to be running up their billable hours and all this. And LeBron James, he he's surrounded by his guys, right? One of his people. Now, from what I was reading on the interweb, uh, Maverick Carter is the right-hand man who's behind this. So he's really the one that is creating the, the problems here, This whoever Maverick Carter is. I guess uh, somebody LeBron pumped up over the years. So, so he's the guy. Now the second thing, when you talk about Nick Saban and LeBron James, you are talking about two of the most unlikable people. Right now, if you're an Alabama fan, you worship Nick Saban. If you're a LeBron James toady from Northern Ohio, you worship the the toes of LeBron James. That's fine. But in this intergalactic matchup, this is a douche-tastic situation, and the fact that Nick Saban is not backing down, yeah, this is tremendous. This is a ten plus 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 is what this is. But what LeBron James and his people have done here, they have done the impossible. They have done the impossible. LeBron James has somehow turned Nick Saban, Mr. N- you know, I can go on and on about Saban, what a goofball he is. 
LeBron, through this story, has turned Nick Saban into a sympathetic figure. It's like, Nick Saban's just doing a stupid barbershop thing. Who cares? 17 people would have watched it, and now LeBron and his guys have to make a big deal about this, and they're, they're going to go nuts. Now, the, the final thing on this. Yeah, yeah, I often talk about the spirit of the law versus the letter of the law, and from what I understand, there were papers that were filed by LeBron James and his people. So by the letter of the law, it is more than possible that they could win this legally, that they ha- they're on the right side of the law. But from the spirit of the law, it's a complete waste of time. Okay, it's a complete waste of time. And my memory, one of my first memories of a, a mass media barbershop situation was the movie Coming to America, which is, I believe, 30 years old. Eddie Murphy played every character in a barbershop, including the old Jewish guy speaking Yiddish. Uh, and that's my man. It was one of the great scenes uh, of, I recall, seeing movies in that era. It was like the late 1980s. I think it's about 30 years old now. But there have been Saturday Night Live skits. There have been plenty of other films. I'm sure that's not the first movie that this has happened in. So if, if you're Alabama and Nick Saban and the, the, the army of lawyers that they're going to present to the table, then I go through all of these movies and all this stuff, and I say, well, here's example A, here's example B, here's example C, and I go through all these things in pop culture, and I say, okay, LeBron James, well, you know, intellectual property, how are you damaged because of this? If anybody should file a complaint, it's Eddie Murphy should file a complaint. He should lawyer up and sue LeBron's ass and I Nick Saban. I was wondering, did you happen to catch the professional football contest on television last night? <laughs> I, we got to go to McDowell's and have a burger. Let's go to McDowell's after the show. Can we do that? No? All right. It's, <laughs> it's the Ben Maller Show on Fox. It's going to be one of the great moments in radio history. They said radio's dead. We're bringing radio back is what we're doing here. We're bringing radio back. We're not some goofy morning show. But we are just minutes away from one man and one container of petroleum jelly and a spoon. That's what we're uh, moments away from. We bring in Edmund Dallas Steamboat Willie, Judas Garcia. Now I've got the periscope ready to go okay, here. Good. Do I have permission to leave my post to record this? Now are we or? doing this right this second here? Or we, I think we should pause it's, for the cause here a little early. Ben Maller and then do show, it. you tell us. We should pause for the cause here. All right. Several people are saying you cannot eat Vaseline. Coop's going to die. And no, they've listed no. abdominal, abdominal pain, coughing, diarrhea, and shortness of breath as possible ailments for Koopa Loop. However, I have also read on the interweb that eating Vaseline is considered non-toxic. And that as long as you don't eat too much, right, it's the you know, all things in moderation that Coop should be okay. This is from the official website of Vaseline, Vaseline.us. You didn't think you, when you got into sports nope. radio you'd be reading no. the Vaseline website, did you? I, I will only read the first sentence. Of course, while Vaseline jelly is safe for consumption, it is best to avoid accidentally eating petroleum jelly by applying blah, 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 blah. blah. Okay. So the first sentence says, of course, while it is safe for consumption. Yeah. So there you go. Just don't eat a lot of it. What if Coop likes it and wants a second See, this is, scoop? This is, that's his. That's on him. Okay. This is what bothers me. A lot of people are like, "Oh, it's fine. It's safe for consumption. Just don't eat a lot." What is a lot? What is what is a lot considered? 
That's two, a weasel term. Two, I agree. two spoonfuls would be a lot. I mean, I, I I do feel a little bit better. I just got a, a tweet from uh, somebody. From his, a doctor? His, his name, well, his name's Sean. <laughs> he says, I'm a pharmacist. I'm a doctor. <laughs> and and his handle is at CVS Sean. So oh, there's that's that. That's very believable. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> that's official. <laughs> hey, I mean, he's he's got, you know, let's All see. Right. He's got... 29 followers. Wow, that's more than <laughs> verify. <laughs> verify him. But he joined December 2014, so I know he's not just making up this handle right now to get me to eat this Vaseline. But he says, I'm a ph- pharmacist. You will be fine eating a spoonful of Vaseline. I've looked it up on several drug information resources. It'll melt in your stomach and pass through your system, like drinking mineral oil, which is actually common, yet also gross. Okay. I love that Coop's taking medical advice from a guy with 29 followers on Twitter. <laughs> I love that. I think that's wonderful. It's in his handle, Ben, at I, CBS I know. Sean. I believe I know. I, mean, I get it. legit. All right, listen. We're going to pause for the cause. We normally go like 17 minutes uh, past the hour. We're going to break a little early here, uh, which is actually on time, uh, which is actually what we're supposed <laughs> to be doing. And uh, Coop loop get on that Periscope app on your phone. Get on there. I, I'm telling you, this thing's going to be the – we're going to set yeah. records on this. Eddie on FSR. Eddie on FSR on the Periscope app. We'll do the play-by-play. I'm going to do my Vin Scully. Uh, you come to the radio station, you never know what you're going to see. Uh, and we will have Koopa Loop. And thanks to Case, who's in here. He's brought the Vaseline. Thank you, Case. And Koopa Loop and the Vaseline. We get to that, and we'll do it next. You can't lick your own elbow, travel at light speed, or sneeze with your eyes open. However, you have the power to increase the audience of the Ben Maller Show. Tweet, Instagram, and Facebook post about the show don't be bashful tell your friends and family about our distinct program and help add new listeners like yourself now live from the geico fox sports radio studios it's ben maller exciting news here we there's two things that are odd about this that we don't normally do number one eddie garcia has left his cave he has entered the main studio here the main broadcast center at the geico fox sports radio studios and we've turned the lights on the reason we've turned the lights on is we do not want to miss a second of a man eating Vaseline. And Justin Cooper, if you're just turning on the radio, you might have missed this. But we had a Maller monologue earlier about this Tampa Bay Rays outfielder who promised to put Vaseline all over his body, and he didn't do it in the Yankee Rays game. And so I was upset. I ranted about that. And somehow the the conversation spiraled into a rabbit hole well, we started talking about eating Vaseline, and then we thought, well, Coop will do it. He'll eat anything. And sure enough, we, we came up with a proposal. We have multiple offers of listeners that are going to send us food for the like the next week. We'll be eating food for free. Case has left his job. Uh, listener Case, he's right over there behind Danny G. Say hello, Case. And he's come in here, and he brought the Vaseline. He's hold- There it is. He's holding it up, and he's got the beverage. A, a cola beverage for Koopa Loop to drink right after the Diet Dr. Pepper, which he loves so much. Now, Ben, how would you describe Coop's uh, demeanor right now? Uh, timid, nervous, <laughs> concerned are all words I would use to describe. He's been pacing around. Uh, he's still pacing right now. All right, so here, uh, here's how this is going to work. Now, we don't have endless amounts of time, so uh, we're going to have to bring the Vaseline and the spoon uh, into the main studio. And they're making their way in here, listener. By case. the way, record numbers on Periscope, Ben. We've got yeah. people. We get notifications for people uh, right. who have their who they're on there's their first a, day on uh, Periscope. That's We're like, getting those. That's a that's the smallest wow. thing of Vaseline. I've he should drink that whole thing, Kupalu. <laughs> let me here. Let me see the Vaseline here. Let me hold wow. that up here. Let me confirm. This is actual. This is the. There it is, right there. 
How many calories are in this? Do we know <laughs> how many calories this is? I don't think is? it has that information on the back of it. Let's see. Uh, this is original 100% pure petroleum jelly. Uh, very nice. Let's see here. Oh, it's got the flip top. Look at that. Very nice. I think nice. I found the perfect music for this. There's that right there. All right. Mmm, delicious. Let me, uh, let me examine the spoon, Koopa Loop. All right. There's the spoon. Let's get a close-up on that. This is the spoon Coop's going to use here uh, with the Vaseline. There it is. And then oh, Ben is this holding spoon up might a be white, too big. This a white might... plastic spoon from our kitchen. Okay. Yeah, it's a white. All right. Hold that, Koopa Loop. Any final Racist. thoughts, Koopa Loop? You the, turn the mic on right there. Any final yep. thoughts before you do this, Koopa Loop? Um, Any regrets in life? You were a child <laughs> star. You were in movies, TV. <laughs> anything you'd like to say right now? You're now on an overnight radio show about to eat a spoonful of Vaseline. I'm doing this for the militia. Yeah, for, for he's doing yeah. it for the militia. He's doing it for the militia. All right. Now, hold on. Before you, we got to take a photo for the Internet. So before you actually do the act, uh, let's let's smile here. I'll take my glasses off. All right, this is uh, here. We go right there. You get that air? All right, over here. Take, Coop, see, Coop is turning video. pale. All right, now we're, that's Periscope. All right, I don't think we got a photo. Who the hell cares? Uh, Koopa Loop, are you, you're opening the bedroom. We'll here. screenshot it later. We'll screenshot it later. All right, there it is. There's right, you the might jelly. have to remove the lid so we can get the. Spoon so he's got there, his right? Diet Doctor Pepper. He's going right. to wash I don't down think the. I uh, can remove the lid. I think this is. Uh, Oh, he's All taking right. a, a, a drink before pre- he gets to the... Preemptive drink. Yeah. All right. Let's, uh, here we go, Koopa Loop. There you go. He's now got the spoon in. Let me examine before you eat the Vaseline. Let me make sure it's a full spoon. Ooh, nice. That's a big scoop. No, 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 no you got to do that's it. Too much. That's the no. perfect amount. <laughs> that's, that's the perfect amount of Vaseline. Coop. You got to do Coop. the Vaseline. Koopa Loop. Koopa Loop. You Coop can do it, Koop. You can do it. It's so... Come on, just do it. You spent too much. He wastes so much time looking. Don't examine it. On, It'll man. be over. It's not as bad as you think. He's pausing. He's shaking his leg nervously. You got He's, this. If he throws up, does it count? If he throws up, that's a good point. Does it count? Yeah, it counts. Absolutely. In fact, that's worth more money if you throw up. Yes, I'll double my money. Should I, yeah, should right. I chew it or hold just, on, hold on just swallow no. it? Hold on, Koopaloop. Oh, no, no. <laughs> All right. I've got the official oh, no. Fox Sports Radio trash can. Here we go, Koopaloop. I'm just going to go. I'm just going to try on. and swallow it. Just go for it. Go for it. Koop, Koop. He's in his mouth. He's swallowing. He, he hasn't swallowed yet. Koop. He's gagging. Koopaloop oh, no. is gagging. He's, is he going to go down? He's He's got his hand on his mouth. Come on. In a fist. In a formed fist. He looks like he's about to cry. Koopa Loop. The Vaseline is in the mouth. Has he? Oh, he's chewing. He's chewing the Vaseline like bubble gum. He's chewing. Oh, he said, he said it's too thick. What are you going to? Oh, my God. He's coughing. Don't die, Koop. Don't die. Throw it up if you got to throw it up. All right. He's waiting. Oh, no. Is it down? I think some of it is down. I think he swallowed some of the Vaseline. Oh, man. Oh. This is so much worse than the hot dog. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, You're listening to live exclusive coverage on Fox Sports Radio. A radio producer is eating Vaseline. Petroleum jelly. Oh, he's he's coughing. Is there going to be a reversal of fortune? <laughs> right there. I'm holding it up. I've got the trash can right next to us. Oh. No. No? Can't do it? Oh, he did it! He did it! He stuck the tongue out to the signal! He ate the 
He's got the money! Justin Cooper! Goop, 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 The man! The myth! Drink the soda! You earned the soda! You got 20 bucks! Justin Cooper! That's a man right there! No one else! That's dedication to the show! Why do my eyes burn? <laughs> well, that's a side effect on the side. You should have that's one of the side effects. It's the first sign of oh, seepage. That, is, uh, <laughs> that was disgusting. Tremendous <laughs> job, Coop. A little 20 bucks. That'll go for some good oh. weed. All right. Uh, tremendous job, Coop. Thank you for that. Oh. Any thoughts here? Any advice for f- people that want to copy don't this? D- don't do that. Do not do don't that. Don't do that. Do not attempt that in I your car. Eat- four of those hot dogs Coop. before doing that again. Coop, will you snort a condom for tomorrow's no! show? No! No, he's got the Tide oh, Pods God. tomorrow. He can't do that. He can't do the <laughs> All right, there he goes. Justin Cooper. The man will do anything for the Maller Militia. Look, he's keeping the Vaseline. He's keeping the Vaseline. Souvenir. Like a trophy. <laughs> Oh, man. All right, if you want to see that, go to our Periscope feed. We're still broadcasting live on Periscope. Uh, Eddie on FSR. Any oh. uh, feedback there from the Malin Militia? <laughs> oh, are you kidding me? <laughs> are you kidding me? Oh, that was awesome. Plenty of feedback. That was I'm going to have to go back and watch this just to see all the comments. Oh, that was uh, tremendous. Oh. I hope that you could hear. <laughs> I hope you could hear the... The pure excitement there. I love the fact that Blind Scott, who can't see any of this, is is commenting and like he's taking screenshots and tweeting them out from from what just took place there. That is. Uh, uh, is this a new high or low for the Ben Maller show? I don't know. Uh, Coop's coming back and oh, he's oh, he he left his headphone. I think he's got. You want, oh. oh yeah, he's uh, he's moving. Okay. There you he's go. Still, he's still he's doing well, folks. Don't be yeah, worried. He's all right. He's, he's fine. He's happy because he got the money. So he's happy with the, the money and all it's that. It's easily the most disgusting thing I've ever done in my life. <laughs> easily. You should have thought of it as Wait like next week. strawberry jelly or something like that. You just, you know, unflavored strawberry jelly. You could have you oh. could have done that. Oh, he's coming back. He's got a zinger. No, see, here's here's the here's the problem. Yeah. I thought it was just going to slide down easily. Yeah, can you describe what it was like cuz we're never going to It was do it. too it was too uh a thick. It, like I needed to wait for it to heat up in my mouth. <laughs> And melt a little bit, so is then there I could... anything you can compare it to? <laughs> oh, that's that's dangerous. Let the man answer. No, no, <laughs> no, no comparison. Uh, all right, well, Koopaloop, you're a good job by you. Let's hear it for the Koopaloop. Anything for the Ben Maller show. That is an impressive move. Thanks to listener Case coming down here and bringing the money and the. The soda, the Vaseline, the whole thing. All right. Well, uh, thank you all on Periscope here. We will continue with our regularly scheduled program. We're going to play Password, and we'll also react here to Koopa Loop. We'll get some reactions. Say goodbye to Periscope. All right. Bye, Periscope. Thanks for watching there. As we press on here, it is the Ben Maller Show on Fox, and we do have Password, the word game of stars, coming up. If you would like to be part, 877-99 on Fox. But first... Eddie Garcia, amazingly, through the magic of radio, is here, and he will give you the latest. Eddie? Well, news from the NFL, and it involves your Los Angeles Rams, Ben, as they acquired wide receiver Brandon Cooks and a fourth-round pick from the New England Patriots in exchange for a first-round pick and a sixth-round pick in this year's draft. Baseball games of note, the Angels beat the Indians 13-2. Shohei Otani hits his first Major League home run, a three-run shot. He went three for four at the plate. Remember, he won 
as a pitcher on Sunday. So he gets a home run and he also gets a win so far this week. Yankees over the Rays 11-4. D.D. Gregorius with a huge game for the Bronx Bombers. 4-4, for two home runs and eight RBI in that victory. Diamondbacks over the Dodgers 6-1. L.A. star pitcher Clayton Kershaw 0-2 now in the season as he took the loss. Astros beat the Orioles 10-6. The World Series champs are off to a 5-1 start. Josh Reddick, two home runs, six RBI. And 13 innings, Red Sox over the Marlins, 4-2. Boston's 5-1 on the season. Padres beat the Rockies, 8-4. San Diego's Christian Villanueva, three home runs for San Diego. All right, thank you for that. As we continue on from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios, 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on your car insurance. Just visit geico.com for a free rate quote. Some of the reaction from the Maller Militia, Rod, the ambassador to Bakersfield. I guess we can turn the lights off, by the way, on your way out. Yeah, turn, I, I'm a man of darkness. I don't like the lights. I, I do overnight radio. I don't want light on me. Uh, Rod, the ambassador to Bakersfield, says, Tomorrow Justin Cooper will be known as Sir Poopa Coop, he says. That will be his new nickname. Yeah, if you just you, you listened a few minutes ago, Justin Cooper, our producer, on a bet, uh, he ate a – and I give him credit because I thought he was going to do a little Weasley – spoonful of Vaseline. That was a man's spoonful of petroleum jelly. So that is good. And I want to point out, you should not attempt this at home. We are trained professional goofballs on the radio. You should not attempt this at home at I'm all. I'm a doctor. Uh, GW says, I was actually impressed, Ben, with your Vaseline consumption play-by-play. There you go. He says, it sounded like you cursed for a second. Ha, ha, ha. No, I did not. I stepped away from the microphone. <laughs> I was going to replace Vince Scully. I want you to know that I had it all planned out in my youth. That my job, I was not going to be the clown on the radio that does overnight radio. I was going to be a respected member of the community. And I was going to do play-by-play. I was going to be the guy that you turned on the television or the radio at night. You listened to him do the play-by. I was going to be that guy. And somehow I got sidetracked in life to doing overnight radio. Uh, Let's see. Can't read that on the air. Mr. Wonderful says, Radio effing gold, uh, he says. Big big fan of what we did. Pete quoting Coop, should I chew it? Uh, is the uh, quote there. Will that live in infamy, that particular quote? There's so many things to choose from, really. Yeah. It's I, I, I almost lost it when he said it's so much worse than the hot dog. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I can't top that now. We're no, done. That's it. We it's just over. closed the show early. Show's just, done. Yeah. That's uh, we have nothing left. That's we've used everything. We've got nothing left. If uh, this doesn't break a podcast record, I'm going to be so upset. <laughs> I'm telling you, Periscope records for sure. Yeah, that's good. There you go. This is going to reignite, reignite the career right there. Oh, I'm seeing. Oh look, oh, <laughs> there's right. a uh, there's a photo. Look, oh, I pause right there. Oh, thanks to Jeremy. We Jeremy was in here. Our guy from Milwaukee, right? He was in here. Thanks for the screenshot, Jeremy. I'll retweet that. That's good. There's me and Koopa Loop. I'm holding the Vaseline. I think that's a very good shot of me holding the the jelly. That's great. Yeah, you yeah. look experienced. <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's get some reaction. Weed Man Hippie in Miami. Weed Man, your reaction, Weed Man. <laughs> that says it all. <laughs> <laughs> The guy well you know, there is gone. All right, no condom Carl. No condom Carl driving around Massachusetts. Your reaction, no condom Carl. Ben, I called Coop. I warned him. I said, TP, depend- he's going to need depends on the ride home. <laughs> this food he's going to consume is going to pass him through like a bullet train. He is in trouble. 
Yeah, but the and good – now, way, Carl – now, wait a minute, Carl. See, I disagree. That, this is temporary pain for long-term gain because the yeah, next couple well, of nights he'll be eating pizza. Clear, I've done the bear. Yeah. It, it, I can't use the word on live radio. You would have been better off mixing it with peanut butter because it would have went down a little smoother, and if you brought it up, it would have tasted the same. But, uh, you know <sighs> – I hope you don't have a long ride home between rest areas, Coop. That's all He's I got to say. He's fine. There's some adult diapers in the back. He's fine. He'll be good to go. Don't worry. There's nothing to worry about here. And uh, he'll clean out his system. He will he can eat as much as he wants yeah. right now, and he'll have no. Uh, he'll gain no weight. He'll help him with his weight control, too. You know, a teaspoon a day, it'll uh, take some pounds off. <laughs> all right, Carl. Thank you, buddy. There's uh, no condom. Carl, very upset with Koopaloop. Danny in Indonesia. Danny's going to open that restaurant. Hey, Danny, when you move back to Boston and open that restaurant, will there be a Vaseline dish at the restaurant? <laughs> you can have pancakes with petroleum jelly on the side. <laughs> could, it have, could it have something to do with hot dogs? I'm not sure. But Coop should have got more money than 20 bucks for doing that. And, uh, well, no, he um, got he, I could... I, no, he got twenty bucks, and then I we uh, we got to pay him. We each got we said we're in for five, so I think we okay. we ought to pay him five. So he'll get he'll be all right. He'll be all okay. Right. So yeah. all I could think of was sixteen candles when she said, "I've had that taste in my mouth before." <laughs> so that, that's all I could think of. Great, great radio though. Oh, great radio. Uh, I watched it on Periscope. Uh, Justin Cooper is a stand-up guy, boy. Yes, he is. When the man says he's going to do something, sure, he waffled for three hours, but he eventually did it. And that's all that matters. <laughs> yeah. He eventually did it. Right, Danny? Yes. Yes, uh, yes, he did. All right. Uh, all thank right. you, buddy. I'll move on. Uh, Justin in Cincinnati. Justin is next. What's going on, Justin? That was great. I mean, uh, I don't even know what to say. It was great. Uh, can I say something about LeBron real quick? <laughs> Here we go. Here we go. No. Here, here we go. We know how you feel about LeBron. Go ahead. Well, I feel like most people. He wants athletes to speak out. That's fine. I don't care. But he wants it on his terms and on his platform. You notice that? Well, yeah, everyone's like that. Everyone wants. Well, they no, want no. To... If you're an honest broker and you want to be a social justice warrior, you just want athletes to speak. You don't care where they're at. Well, listen, LeBron's got – he's now surrounded in a bubble by an army of lawyers and all that. He's, he's living in a different world. He can say he's not, but he is. He's a, billion, you know, he's a millionaire on his way to a billionaire. He's, he's in a different world, which is fine. It's good for him. He's very wealthy. Okay, a coop should auction a Vaseline and a spoon off. Somebody would actually pay for that, believe it or not. Yeah. If, you, if you want the spoon, it's, it's, it's right next to me. It's in the trash can. I think it's in it with a Dunkin' Donuts coffee cup. I'm now dumpster diving here. What else is in here? There's a uh, half-used half, uh, diet Snapple. Somebody threw away. This must be a, a big TV guy during the day. No one that works nighttime radio throws away half of a diet Snapple. All right. There we go. All right. So, Ben Maller's show on Fox. I need some game show contestants. We're going to play Password, the word game of the stars. The word game of the stars password. And it's your chance to get on the radio, play a little game show. We'll potentially give out a golden ticket. So we'll get the password, the word game of stars. We'll get to that, and we will do it next. Almost all talk shows sound the same after a while. Think of us as a sports talk oasis from the mundane. The Ben Maller Show Facebook page is our own unique meeting place with over 2 billion of our closest friends, most of whom ignore us. Please take a second to like our page. Go to Facebook.com slash Ben Maller Show. Now live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios, it's Ben Maller. 
We are moments away from Password, the word game of the stars. Still reaction pouring in here from the Maller Militia. Justin Cooper eating a spoonful of petroleum jelly. A listener points out that Vaseline helps shine leather bags. So Koopaloop, if he has any leather bags in his stomach, he'll be good to go. <laughs> cool. <laughs> That's good, Coop. If you, ate, if you ate a leather bag earlier, it'll be all shined up now because you had the Vaseline as the as the post-leather uh, bag meal. Uh, what else here? Uh, w- Vaseline prevents windburn, so you don't have to worry about windburn for your intestines. You're good on that. Uh, helps eliminate lice. you have any lice in your stomach, Coop? No more lice. You had the you had the Vaseline. You're good to go on that. And these are all you know very beneficial properties. They are uh, helps often cal- soften calluses and dry tough skin on your feet. I don't know about your chest inside. I don't know about that. It doesn't say anything about that. Uh, <laughs> that's uh, that is great. You can apply it to the battery in your car. You can put Vaseline on that, it says here. No. Yeah, this is great. This is, I got a whole list of uh, things the listener sent me of uh, things that Vaseline, you can use Vaseline for. That's, uh, that's awesome. All right, let's get to it. Here we go. Let's do it. Attention, everyone. And the password is password. You idiot. Password, the word game of the stars. Here's Ben Maller. All right, let's do it. Password time, and you know the drill here. Got a list of words, and it's the word game of the stars. That's how it works. Line up our contestants right now. Let's see. Who do we have? Eeny, meeny, miny, moe. Pick a contestant by his name. Let's say hello to Big Bill, who's in Virginia. Hello, Big Bill. What's going on tonight, guys? There he is, Big Bill, ready to go. That's some crazy stuff on the radio I heard, man. That's some crazy stuff. I don't know what you're talking about. I have no idea. Uh, All right, well, Big Bill, tell the guy in Beaver Dam what you do for a living, Big Bill. I I deliver papers and do Papa John's also on the side. That's right. Didn't we just talk to you the other day, Big Bill? Didn't we just have a conversation? Didn't you play one of these games the other day? Didn't that just happen? No, we have a bet on uh, the Steelers. Oh, that's right. Well, okay, that's it. We have a... We have a, a bet on the Steelers. All right. Uh, hold on a sec, Big Bill. we got Big Bill in Virginia, and you will go against Eeny, Meeny, Miny, Moe, Alex in Arizona. Ah! Oh, boy. What's up? Hey, what's up, man? D- Big Bill's a loser. Oh, look at you talking smack. Look at you, you trash-talking uh, guy, you. Yeah, yeah, look at his jobs, you know. <laughs> what? What the, hell, what the hell? What the hell do you? Papers. How old's Big Bill? What the hell 18? do you? What the hell do you do? <laughs> Commercial refrigeration. I'll keep all your food cold. <laughs> yeah. What, what every, a, every shopping shopping store your your wife or girlfriend goes to, I'm the guy keeping the food cold. Do we want this guy to play? Do we want? I mean, he seems like a character. Why not? All right. It'll, it'll be terrible. All right. All right. All right. Hold on I, a sec, Big Bill. I uh, talked to you once before. You cut me off though, but I love the show. Go militia. There you go. This is actually Scott Farrell's cousin calling in. This is actually Farrell's cousin. All right. Well, very good here. Uh, Big Bill, who would you like to partner up with, Big Bill? Yeah, I'll go with the Coop de Loop since uh, he got the ball tonight to do the petroleum jelly. All right. Bill and Coop and the deep-breathing Alex in Arizona. <laughs> deep-breathing Alex. Nice. Who do you want to partner up tell with, him, Alex? Tell him smoke another pack of cigarettes. You sound like an Eddie guy. Why don't you pick Eddie? Go ahead. Pick Eddie. 
No, you want Ben? No, no, you want no, the host Eddie. of the show? Eddie's the guy. He hasn't played in a while. Pick Eddie. Ben's dying to play. Pick he told Eddie. me off the air. Who do you want, Alex? He'll go with Eddie. He just said Eddie. He whispered Eddie. No. I, I, I'll, go with, I'll go with Big Bill. There you go. Good pick. I got to shut Bill down. No, he said with Big Bill. No, know, he, he means Bill Miller. <laughs> no, no, no. me? <laughs> Talk about you, Ben. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, oh, so we got Big Bill and Coop. Damn it. Versus Alex and Ben. Boo. The other Bill. Boo. All right, gentlemen. Eight words on the board because Coop was too busy eating petroleum jelly to all get. All right. Only eight words. Ten. We'll give yeah. him a pass. Yeah, it's all right. Okay, so one through eight on the board. Uh, they count for ten points. Every incorrect guess, we take a point away. Big Bill, you are on the line first. Choose a number one through eight. Give me eight, please. Number eight. Last one there for you, Coop. All right, let's go with, um, hmm, let's go with, oh, man, this is a hard one. You put the list together, <laughs> what are you talking about? I had nothing to do with it. Uh, let's see. All right, let's, calm, calm down, Alex. Let's go with uh, d- divide. That's terrible. Yeah, that's pretty bad. It's always good uh, to Bill? Ter- divide, uh, conquer. No, no, no. What? All right, forget about it. Alex, don't don't listen to Mr. Petroleum Jelly over there. Here we go. Boundary? Uh, masonry. No, I wow. didn't. I didn't. What? Did I say Malamaneuver? That was that was in the Malamaneuver. All right, you're wrong. All right. I keep going back to back to Big Bill and the Coop de Loop. It's password, the word game of the stars. In theory, you're playing along. Uh, let's go with um Perimeter. Border? Yeah! Oh, nice. Uh, oh, don't get too excited. <laughs> Only got eight, eight points on that, and the good guys are up now. Good guys. All a- right. Alex, you got to pick a number. Alex, pick a number one through seven. One. Number one. All right, here we go, Alex. You know how this works, right? I feel like you right. Well, no, you, I feel like you don't know how this works. Like the I didn't hear the first one, dude. I didn't hear. I thought you said boundaries. All right, all right, all right. Okay, calm down. All right, just relax. All right, here we go. Let's do this. Now, this should be easy. In theory, this is going to be very easy. Okay, you ready? Ready. All right, tabernacle. Mormon. Mormon. Oh my god. Good, good one there, Ben. Um, all right, Big Bill. <laughs> wait, 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 hold on a second. That was a wonderful. No, it that was not. A that, good was clue. Terrible that was terrible. Yeah, that was wonderful. That was really so bad. many other ways you could have won. That was a good one- clue. Oh, shut all right. up. You're uh, so jealous of my ability here, Big Bill. Let's go with um. Let's go with parish. Choir. What? Choir. No. no. See, that's such a terrible clue by you. Uh, let's go with. Uh, ah, what the hell? Synagogue. Oh, shit. Oh, you can't say that, you moron. All right, the game's <laughs> over. That's it. I can't allow that anymore. You guys. You guys. I'm the uh, winner. Bill and Coop win. Uh, wow. Bill and Coop's excellent adventure. <laughs> yeah. That was, the last word we were looking for was church. Yeah. Tabernacle. You should have said Tabernacle. steeple. Yeah. Syn- synagogue. You're just not Mormon, idiot, like I am, and you would know that uh, the meaning of that. It's a bad job by you. Shame on you. All right, thanks uh, to everyone that participated in this stellar edition. Boy, that's one for the books. 
Yeah. Oh, Weed Man's back? Oh, he's called back. Weed Man, are you back, Weed Man? That was the greatest bit. Everybody does the punishment bit, and I hate it. Makes me change the channel. Coop, that was the greatest bit. Send me your PayPal information. I'm sending you $20. <laughs> wow, Weed Man's going to send you. Wow. No, no, Weed Man, you need that money to book the theater in Vegas, Weed Man. I got to Benny and the Weed Man yeah. in Vegas, July 28th. Yeah. But, do, but don't move to Vegas. You don't move there. You visit. Vegas is a city you visit. You don't relocate there. We got this corporation problem. Can you please answer me when I direct with you? No, I have nothing to do with your corporation. I, I am complete. I'm a neutral party. I'm like Switzerland. Leave me out of this, please, please. If you're a smoker or dipper looking to make a change, you really only need one reason to do it. But with Zen Nicotine Pouches, you can find many. Zen is America's number one nicotine pouch. It's made with only six simple ingredients. Plus, Zen is the only nicotine pouch with a 10-day hassle-free trial. There are lots of options when it comes to nicotine satisfaction, but there's only one Zen. Find your Zen online or in a store near you at zen.com find. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org cd for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. 